Yes, we are. Uh, it's my late night. This is her time. She's. <laughs> this is her time. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. You know, she definitely did make a good example. 40 year old was like, listen, she'd rather do this like 12, 1 a.m. It's a lot easier than doing it at 10. Now, I agree. Cause I know a lot of us is on this type of time as well, too. But my question to you is, what time does Connecticut close? So finally, Friday, 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 yeah, it's, you know, it's, you know, a lot of our restaurants. A lot of our restaurants. Okay, that's good. So there was a turn. Now, obviously, you just came from coming out. Like that's that's what's going on up there. Yeah, yeah, you know, they want to, they want to now what did you have you had you had uh um you had heels on tonight no no you had on flipped yeah, I didn't really, really go, go, go out, but, but I, I, I went out, I went out, and just started, started kind of and, 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 and then I was like, oh, shit, oh, shit, damn, yeah, and I go, I go solo. Like, 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 yeah, that's, yeah, what, that's what I would tell girls. girls. Not that I'm a purple because I'm still out here on AF. But, but it is a great, great way. way. I don't know I don't about know about another, another story. story. But, but I've always gone to school. And yeah. um, I never find myself longer, longer than, than 15 minutes. So clearly, a woman could go bar hop by herself, and it's easy. Yeah, I think men are men You know, guys are just like they look at you, they win, 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 they you know, and I'm like, like tonight I'm going to have a show. They're like, oh, you want one shot? Sure. And then before you know it, you made new friends. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I've always done what gave me the experience. Because I know so many people who go out by themselves. I don't have time to be with people. I like to. I don't like to be like rushed. Rush. I don't like to be rushed. 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 I don't like to be rush
when it's time, when to, time go, to go, when I want to leave, when I want to So, I've always move on my own. Meet up with my friends. Friend. Sure. Sure. But still, like, like, like that, I want to go. Hop in my own. I want to be able to. <laughs> what happens if uh, so basically the men will approach you easier with you by yourself but the group they try and, and, like that 100% guarantee if you have having trouble, trouble with women, women I mean, meeting men, men try it like, like just try, just try it, try it. And start off as a place that you're familiar with, the place that you go on a regular basis. It doesn't have to be a bar, it's a country shop, it could be the Home Depot. Home Depot was the spot for quarantine. Like, everything was closed. I would put on my leggings, get my little car. It's just, and I, love, I, love, I love the smell, you know, like, like dusty, dusty uh, wood, wood that's that fresh, wood, wood smell, that's always on you. So, so. <laughs> I, would I would go into that, like, I love and I'm like, that's the plan, so I would just go and go to the park, and they go, and they go, and they go what else do we have now? In the meantime, Always, always been alone. See? See? I got keys for y'all. I got keys, I got keys for y'all. I got keys for my sister. <laughs> we would have found out how, you know, see, all these dudes, they feel that, you know, if these women are running around, or they're saying, everybody's saying we got an echo. Okay, so listen. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. I was trying to tell I was trying to tell This is what we're going to do. Um, it's echoing, right? Echo, echo, echo. 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 All right, she's going to hold on. So Log out or come back. We'll, we'll come right back. Again? Again? Yeah. Bye, bye, bye.
having an audio issue, ladies and gentlemen. Please be uh, patient. Having a crazy audio issue. I don't understand. So, um, she should be back momentarily. She's trying to adjust. Please feel free to ask questions. She's going to be doing solo in a minute. Yeah. We don't understand, don't understand how that happens, man. Better? Better? Okay, it's just, it's, it's just, it's It has to be a, okay, you're on your computer. I'm on my computer now. Turn the phone. Turn the What's up, Nance? You're trying to find. She's going to find out. I think I can just like my hand. Oh, they said turn your volume down. They said turn your volume down. Rick Rose said to turn your volume down. Can you hear me? Yeah, turn your volume down. Rick says turn my volume down. Can you hear me? Am I in my ear? I can't hear you. I can hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. I can hear you. Nate, say something. Nate, say something. Can you hear me? I hear nothing. I hear nothing. Can you hear nothing? I see you. I see you. You can't hear anything? I hear nothing. I hear nothing. They said to turn your volume down, so the volume. Mm -hmm. Let me just connect my earphones. That's nothing. Turn, turn the volume down. Okay, now I'm here. Now I'm here. she turn the volume down on? How did she turn the volume down? Let me turn my volume. Turn my volume. Turn your volume down. It is dead. No echo now. I think it's gone. But now I can barely. I can barely. Okay, you have your phone. Mm-hmm. You have your phone. Use your phone to look at the comments because I'm gonna have to. So I'm gonna have to zoom out for twenty minutes. What? Look, look at the phone and look at the comments because I'm gonna have to zoom out. 
Go to I can't, I can't hear you. You turned your volume, volume down. down. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's up. Oh, he says your computer volume. Turn your computer volume down. I turned my, my computer, computer volume, volume down. down. More? You can hear me? You can hear me? More, more, Rick? Rick? I, can I can barely hear, hear you, though. though. I, can, I can, cannot hear you. Your, your volume is, is too low, too low for, for me. me. Rick, you think I should turn my computer volume down? I already did a little bit. No, there's no echo. No. I'm, at like I'm at like less than half, half the volume, volume on my computer. computer. I don't understand it. How's this? How's this? I still I hear the echo. It's, it's, it's not, not changing, changing when I turn my volume. I hear. I hear. I, I can hear an echo. Oh, they said mute the stream on YouTube. Mute the stream on YouTube. Mute the stream on YouTube. So lucky for all of you trying to Do you have two streams running? That's what Taylor's asking. Uh, you got two streams. I don't. We made sure that I closed out everything on my phone. Turn the phone. Turn your phone off and on. They said you could. I have zero windows, zero windows open. open. They said you're good now. And I'm, and I'm on my laptop for the first time ever. All right. Listen. And I closed out. Read the call, but like. I'll be back in 20 minutes. I'll be back in 20 minutes. Keep going. Just, just, just keep talking. Let's see if I can close some of my stuff. But it was doing this when I was on my phone before I even switched to my laptop. That's why I think it's Nathaniel's end. I'm gonna close this out. Just keep talking. I'll be back. I can't, I can't hear you. Let me close it out. Hey y'all. What it do? What it do? So Connecticut is back open. And I just came in from the bar. It was really nice to see people in my neighborhood who I haven't seen in over a year. Um, you know, because you just wonder who survived this whole pandemic, right? Like, we lost so many people. And then to be reunited with people that you don't even realize, you know, have impacted your life uh, was a good feeling tonight. So I'm excited to be back here. Um, Nathaniel said he wanted to talk about... What he's always talking about, why when there's good women here in the United States, do men continue, um, especially, I think he's talking about black men, um, continue to go overseas, you know, to places like the Dominican Republic, 
to find women? I mean, I can't answer that question. Yeah, right. There is no echo when he's not on. I know, K-Dot. That's what I've been trying to tell him. It's not my end. It's something on his end that's messing up. Um, I mean, I don't know. And I, honestly, I'm not worried about it. it. I'm not even offended by it. Uh, I could care less. Um, as much as I would love to not be single anymore and uh, have a partner, I mean, I can call my own. I can't worry about the men who, you know, and the choices they make. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because you have a preference to choose people who are out of the country, it doesn't make sense to me. Um, I don't understand it, but I would love for you guys to maybe, um, maybe we can share the link and for you guys to come in and to explain to me why that is. And then I can give you some feedback based on that. But I, I don't understand, you know, um, I can see, you know, falling in love with somebody anywhere, right? Like, of course, oh, you're on vacation in Jamaica. Okay, so I got a groove back, whatever. You know, you're on vacation in Mykonos, you know, and you meet some Greek god. <laughs> okay, sis, not mad at you. Um, but there is something really bizarre to me about anyone, man or woman, who only wants to date foreign people. Now, I love to travel and I find, like, I love, um, I'm attracted to, you know, people who speak different languages. Like, I get some of, like, that just just attraction um, in, in the sense of, like, because it, it piques my curiosity. Like I want to learn more about their culture and how they grew up and how they see the world and their language and all of that. Um, so I can see it in that aspect. But um, when it comes to me and thinking about actual relationship building and like a building a, a family or a foundation, I do, I think about somebody who has more in common with me. Not to say that a person in another country would not have that, but I definitely not going to be seeking someone from another country, you know, um, to fulfill that role in my life. What I suspect is that from what I just hear, like seriously, from just doing the show on Friday nights and from talking to Nate and from talking um, to some of the guys who call in on this show is what it sounds like is that they're just dissatisfied with um, black women in the States. And that I just don't, I, I can't. I'm a black woman in the States. I don't understand it. I don't see anything um, particularly you know, wrong with black women in the States um, to, to the point where you have to be strategic in reaching out to women in these other countries. What I su suspect is that they're seeing that black women in the States, just like all women, white women as well, we are all becoming more and more um, 
independent. That's just true. Um, and I think that when we say independent, I think a lot of times men here, we're losing our femininity. And that is just not the truth. That is something that I think the men need to work on. Um, sure, women in this country are giving more, getting more and more opportunities to have leadership roles in uh, the workplace, um, in the corporate world, in politics, as we've seen, right? Um, but I don't think that necessarily means we are losing our femininity and our capability of being a wife. Um, I think it can for some people, but I don't think that necessarily is the case. And I think we have really great examples of married women, black women in leadership roles. Let's just look at Kamala Harris and her husband and Michelle Obama and her husband, right? Uh, women in leadership roles who are still standing by their men. One was first lady, right? A very traditional uh, submissive role in a sort, right? Just to being first lady in itself. And then now we have a vice president. Um, yes, she's married to a white man, but so like, um, so I don't, I, I just disagree that we can't be leaders in our worlds, um, in, in, in our professional worlds and still be this feminine um, women who take care of our men at home. I think we can do both. I think that's what makes us women, actually. I think that's our divine, our our divine gift, is that for some, somehow, some way, we have the capacity to do both. I mean, think about it. We are the ones who bring it. bare life, right? And for so long, a lot of us have played leaders in our homes, um, you know, while still being nurturers to our children and to our men and to our parents. So I just really don't buy into that narrative that it's either or, like we're either submissive or feminine or we're either, you know, we can't be a leader um, or we can't have a successful career and also stand by our men. I think we can do both. So I, but I do think there are some men who are intimidated by that. And um, those are the ones who are going overseas. To find women. I mean, let's let's think about it. The women that I know from like uh, Dominican Republic and mm, Mexico, um, parts of Puerto Rico. Uh, I'm just trying to think of like you know more brown Caribbean regions. They haven't. Many of them haven't had the opportunities that we've had as women here in the states to um, um, advance in their careers and in their education and whatnot. And so um, for them, yeah, it's somewhat of a meal ticket, the opportunity to get a green card, the opportunity to come to the United States. Um, and, at this, and, all, and to them, all they gotta do is cook and dote on their man and feed him, fuck him, please him, whatever the saying goes. Yeah, they're willing to do it. And so for those men who don't know how to or don't feel um, 
nurtured by women here in our own country. I think because they're intimidated by their success because they're not as successful as they want to be in their lives. That's the only reason you would be intimidated, right? Like, why be intimidated by a woman or a man or anyone? You know, like, if I, I'm not gonna be jealous of my girl and her career, right? Or I could be jealous of my girl because I know that I did not work really hard or as hard as I could have to, you know, or I didn't go after that job because I was scared or I didn't finish this degree or I, you know, right? Like it's usually our own issues that keeps us from, it's our own issues that really keeps us, I think from reaching our potential. And let me know if I'm wrong, guys. But I think that's what happened. That's what's happening. For those men who are like solely like, I only date women overseas. Like I said, there are exceptions. People fall in love with who they fall in love with. You know, I don't know. I might fall in love with a man who, from overseas or from another country. I could see that happening for me. But when you're solely like, that's your intention. Like you're regularly traveling to the same area in pursuit of finding a partner in another country because you feel like you can't do it in your own. There, there's. I do think there's some insecurity there on that man's part, and I'll stand by that. But I'm feeling very alone out here. So, uh, Nathaniel, where are you? Are you coming back? Where are the comments? It says I'm in the show, but I really feel like I'm talking to myself. <laughs> Anybody? Anybody. Let me see. Oh, okay. I Taylor, I see your comment and I'd love to tell Nate to let you in, but he's not here. Nate, are you listening? Yeah, I can see your comments. Taylor. Um, I will text him, but he's not in here and I don't know if he can hear me. So how about that? I will text him to let you in. I would love for you to join me, Taylor. Excuse me. Okay, I just texted him. He says, oh, he didn't say anything yet. It's an earlier text.
Well, while we're waiting, um, let me guys just let me just tell you guys a little bit more about myself. Um, oh, I think I hear something. So I call myself the 40-year-old brat because I'm 40. And early, like earlier in the year, I went on um, Kevin Samuel's show. And if you don't know who he is, don't Google him. Don't look him up, okay? Because he's a piece of work. But he has a very successful platform on YouTube and a lot of followers. And, and he is very popular in the manosphere. And I didn't know that, though, at first. <laughs> like, I did not know how popular he really was. And I called into his show because a friend had turned me on. And he was talking, like, a lot of stuff about why um, Black women are just not up to par. And we need to step our game up in the dating world if we want to high-value men. And he went on to say about how, like, we don't... Um, it's because we've been raised in single parent households, right? Um, and we haven't had fathers to give us good advice. And so I was letting him slide with all of that, but I'm like, my daddy is like the best. I have a very, very strong father figure in my life. Um, both parents grew up with both parents in my home. I, you know, very privileged in that sense. Um, and two brothers, you know, who continue to nurture me and stand by my side. And so for him to say that, you know, black women are single and, you know, at these older ages because we don't have positive male role models growing up, I, I firmly disagree with, right? And so I just like, nope, I'm calling up, I'm calling up. And when I called in to the show, we did like a 45 minute interview and I had listened to him at that point probably like a month. Um, so I knew he was popular, but I still like was just kind of like tuning in and out. Didn't realize how extremely popular he was. And then um, to find out later, people are calling me like, girl, is that you who called in? And lo and behold, he had like cut part of the interview I had with him. And he renamed me the 40-year-old spoiled brat. And so I just said, okay, I, I, I can accept that. Because listening to his platform and from his point of view, I can see why some people would think of me in that way, right? Um, and I am actually wanted to own it because what he meant by 40-year-old spoiled brat was that Girl, you're not all that. Like, you are not all that to be wanting all, you know, you're asking for too much. You missed your chance. You're too old. Um, you know, you're not beautiful enough. He has this, like, rating scale, right, between, like, you know, if you're eight, you're, like, Beyonce, nine, Pam Greer, like, he has this weird rating scale. He's like, so you know, you're not beautiful enough. You're not fit enough. You're not feminine enough. All of these things. And I'm like, uh, I disagree. You know, I know I'm not perfect, but I still want, I still have high expectations and expect um, 
and, and standards for the men that I date. And if that means I'm single forever, then so be it. But to lower my standards for dating, not doing that, sis. So um, I embrace that term to mean that, hey, yeah, well, call me a brat then because I know I'm imperfect. You know, I know I have things I can work on in my life. But at the same time, I still have the right to be choosy when it comes to the man I want in my life, right? And I think that goes for everyone, men and women. You deserve what you want. So that's why I call myself the 40-year-old brat and proud of it. <laughs> um, looks like Nate just texted me, so he's going to let Taylor in. He said, okay, cool, sis. So hopefully she'll be joining us in any moment. And Nate, can you do anything to like put the comments up so I can read them? Like normally he has a way of having the comments. Okay. I agree. Two topics that are way overdone, Dominican women and Kevin Samuels. Mm, okay, so I see them over here on the side, but he does a thing where I don't have to scroll through and they just pop up. So I am going to try to read through some of these. Um, C. Ray Soprano says, oh, I just lost it. Oh, he says, you're only getting what you are. It's not lowering, lowering your standards. Hold on, let me get these three people in. I'm not sure what that means, Siri, but I think if you, you get it, I do agree. Um, you attract, you know, what you present. So if that's what you mean, I agree with you. So reality is this, Red. Hey, I I know this. I'm talking on the next profile. Um, here I am. <laughs> hey, hey Taylor. Hey, you're also. Uh, <laughs> I yeah, I didn't want to leave you hanging. Thank like, you for saving me. I was like, whew. Yeah, I didn't want to leave you guys hanging because like Nate left and he said he wasn't gonna be back for 20 minutes, and so I was like, oh god. <laughs> yep. Okay, well that's good. I'm glad we are here. No. Um, oh, here comes Troll. Like, he he waited for the exact mo this exact moment to come. In. Of course. Hmm. Um, I guess I'm on a frame. Hold on. Let's see here. <laughs> okay. Um. So if you notice the change of scenery, I'm in, I'm I'm in Mike's place right now. So yeah. Nice. Yeah, he's over there on the phone. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> I am not mad. Are you gonna update us so everybody knows what you're talking about? Oh wait, who who? You mean me? I know, I mean like Oh, come, come on, Mike, come over here. We may as well because we've been talking about it on the show. Yeah. <laughs> I've been filled in. Here we go, here we go. <laughs> Hi. 
Hey! <laughs> Why don't you like that? <laughs> exactly. Oh my gosh. Baby. This is Black Love, y'all. This oh. is it right here. Yeah, he, he just always looked like this. He always looked pensive. Um, <laughs> That's a good word for it. Pensive. Yeah, he's on his phone. Um, so yeah, we were, uh, I moved in. Yeah. <laughs> That's when they told me. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, where's Taylor been? Where's Misha been? Why have I been out here by myself? You know, no other women. It's, it, and I don't mind it, honestly, because I got thick skin, you know, and these men be coming for me hard and it's okay. But sometimes it's just like nice to have a, another woman's perspective so I don't feel like I'm the only woman. And we don't. We're not. All you know, we don't we don't have the same exact perspective, but I do think we have some shared. Yeah, life is definitely not one size fits all. That's actually why I have a big issue with some of these uh, people on um, on YouTube, like KS or whatever. Like, I think um, some of their things are no different from the, these all these psychologists and philosophers from early times where they took certain things and, and applied it to everybody. You know, like there was this one, I think he was a French um, psychologist and he took the um, the growth rate of his own children and applied it and it just made a whole scale out of it. It was his, it was his own children. And, and we still yeah. go by that to some degree yeah. to this day, psychologically yeah. um, with kids. And it's like, um, he didn't take into account racial differences, cultural no, also white supremacists. I was like, oh, like, yeah, I'm finally yeah. finishing my PhD in psychology. Like, so girl, I know, I've read some, yeah, they're like white German men yeah. are leaders, mm -hmm. like from the 1800s forwards. And they were like philosophers and then kind of turned into psychologists. Right. And their theories I, I still prevail today. You're right. Yeah, because I like, I love analyzing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. And, like, and so, yeah, it's, it's a very interesting topic, you know. I think psychology also, um, I love, like, you know, it goes hand-in-hand hand with sociology because our psychology is shaped, it's, like, interchangeable. It's shaped by um, the, the things that we perceive as normal in our, like, yeah. like, like people don't realize there's a, a family culture as well. And it's not one size fits all. Like, a lot of people like to say, oh, uh, Black people, um, they didn't have a father or whatever. There's different dynamics. There's some people who were only raised by their father and their mother wasn't in the picture, you know? Exactly. So we have situations like that. But we have uh, little white kids at school picking on us like, hey, you didn't have a dad, ha, ha, ha. Like, and they don't even know what, re what really is going on, you know, because they, they only know the stereotypes. Right. Um, and so, yeah, it, it really isn't like a one-size-fit-all thing. Like, um, I've seen many different... Um, like uh, family dynamics um, across the world with, it, it, with any given black family that I meet, they're, they're, either the mom wasn't there or they were similar to my world, they had a stepdad. But I, my stepdad raised me since I was like, like barely two years old. So I don't, it's not like he came in at a point in my life where I was a teenager and I was like, you're not my dad or whatever, right? So I kind of just, I've had that idea that oh yeah he's my dad like I knew who my father was a lot of people can't even say that I knew exactly who my father was I still know where he is right now but he wasn't he wasn't mentally sound enough to raise me basically um 
And so at least I knew him and I had somewhat of a rapport with him. For a lot of uh, um, young women and, and, and men, I see like on shows like Attorney Court and other stuff like that. It's very damaging. Oh, I love Courts TV. <laughs> I do too. I love Judge Lauren Lake. Like, you, 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 it, there's like a lot of psychology to unpack in those things because there are some people who are standing next to their stepdad but still wanting to know who their father is. Yeah. You know? It's, it's, I, I, and I never thought about it that way, but. Um, you know, because I'll be at first, I was getting frustrated when I first started watching the show because I'm like, you're, you're that's kind of like embarrassing to your stepdad, don't you think? But the thing is, they had something, they, I had something that they didn't. I knew who my father was, my biological father, but they had no idea. All they knew is that, that this is a man that raised them and they didn't have any, um, they, they didn't have any blood, uh, you know, ties to that to that man, even though he raised them. And I was thinking, oh, me in my own world, thinking that must, that should be enough, right? But the thing is, when it comes to like family history and like like medical history, you there's like, there's always some, a piece missing when you have this, when you only have your mother's or your father's uh, side of the family, like, oh, did your father have this kind of cancer or did anyone on your father's side or anyone your parents or whatever, like your mother's right. side. Well, Taylor, can we like go back to what, I don't mean to cut you off, cause this is oh. like, Sorry. Like real talk, real talk stuff, but I'm trying to skim through the comments and trying to be um, Nate's like co-host for Friday. And he oh. has this topic and I really wanted you to chime in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, which people in the comments are already hating on the topic. They're saying it's overdone and blah, 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 blah. It's not my topic, okay? It's not, this is something Nate asked me to address. I know it's something he has addressed on his show, but he wanted to get Forty's opinion on the matter, okay? And so I'm here. Um, he wants to know, you know, what's up with that? What's up with, and there's totally, perfectly great you know, African-American black women here in the United States. You know, he's like, how does it make you feel when there are so many guys that Nate knows and on this channel who are very intentional about only dating women from the Caribbean. Okay, I said so, my piece. So I want to hear what you have to say about it, Taylor. So uh, having um, like half of people on my mother's side from the Caribbean islands, um, I, I don't know. It just, I experienced a different dynamic. People already don't think I'm American myself. Um, so that was, that's a weird element in there, you know? And it does, it, it's kind of weird because I've experienced the, oh, you're not Caribbean, you're not African, you're just a regular black girl. And then it's almost like they get turned off or they get disinterested. <laughs> so I'm oh, girl, really- please, me too. They're like, girl, but you light skin and you, and I'm like, and they find out where you know, you're from. Right? Black. They're like, but you mixed with something. I'm like, um, well, we all are, if you go back far enough, for sure, like, yep, I've retraced it to the white plantation owners, you know, in Georgia. We got the white periods and the black periods in my family, you know, but I my mom and my dad and my, and my grandparents, they're black. Like, right. Yeah. And so, like, well, let me say this. When it comes to the, the topic at hand, um, like... I cannot, I'm not worried, honestly, um, for the future of um, um, relationships between Black American women and Black men as far as that goes, because they're going to find out, a lot of these men that are going overseas are going to find out, or going to a different country, are going to find out sooner than later that that is not going to work out, and that's actually going to be more of a headache than it is to deal with a woman here. 
for the for reasons we've already kind of um, talked about on this channel, like where the back and forth, because they they're, a lot of them are already saying they're adamant about not bringing the woman there. They have no choice but to bring her here or go over there to stay. And it doesn't seem like they want to do either. So that's causing a lot of cognitive dissonance, like, you know, um, they, they, and obviously I, what they say is they're, they're afraid to bring the woman over here lest she get indoctrinated or whatever, right? You know, there's some black women who've been living in America their whole lives and they're not. Well, can we talk about that? What does that, what does the fear of them being indoctrinated really mean, Taylor? Like, cause we're indoctrinated, right? Like we're Americans. And I was gonna say what makes that so bad for men? They don't want the, they basically they call it the modern woman stereotype or mindset or whatever. They don't want them to adopt that. But I'm like, these, if these women are adult women, why would they? If if a lot of uh, modern American women don't have the certain ratchet or, or whatever stereotypes that they think is, is bad when it comes to women and specifically black women too. Um, like like basically like they when they when they think of when people talk about modern women on the manosphere or whatever they're talking about women who are uncouth not very feminine don't listen to their men they don't they're very unruly type of rebellious like you see, if you picture cardi b basically something like that right um they don't want they say that they're 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 they're, they're fear cardi b don't they um i don't well a lot of men that i see on the manosphere honestly they they say that that she's like trashy or whatever. I mean, okay. I like her. I like her I, I'm not gonna lie. I like like working out to some of her music because it's upbeat. You know, I like anything with a good beat. But I feel like they want us to look like her. They just don't want us to act like her. Or am I wrong? Um, you know, that's that's tough because um, Cardi B to me looks like a stereotype. <laughs> she really does with the long. Absolutely, no, absolutely, she does. And I think she's a beautiful girl. Yeah, and I love her because of her honesty. You know, she is right. like, yeah, I did this. I changed my body because, you know, I didn't have a big booty and all the girls with the big booties were getting the money when she was stripping, you know? And so I appreciated at least her honesty in that, where it's like so many women who've gotten, you know, plastic surgery or whatnot, like lie about it. And um, at least she's like. Yeah. And like, honestly, like a lot of people don't talk about this, but I saw a video that made some really good compelling points about a lot of women who, Specifically, black women who have changed their bodies in the industry. Um, Nicki Minaj is obviously one, but there are people pointing to certain enhancements Beyonce might have gotten. Yeah, um, they were um, showing pictures going back to when she was Destiny's Child era, like you know, to now, and they think she might have enhanced a little something. You know what I mean? And it's very possible. It just was gradual and it wasn't as obvious as um, right. It's as, possible. As, like, yeah, it's like Nicki Minaj or Kim K or whatever. But right. it, for them, that was obvious because we saw what Nicki Minaj looked like. She was actually very skinny from the pictures. Mm -hmm. I saw, like, just flat out skinny. She didn't have too much of a curvature. You know what I mean? Right. Some, some of these other women, like Beyonce, still had like a, a curvature, but um, they like over time, like something, some things grew. <laughs> you know what I mean? To make it look more convincing. Um, I just feel like then it's like there's we can't win. It's you know that's how I feel. Like for the men in the manosphere, it's like we can't win. Like do you you want us to just be dolls? Like you want us to have these bodies that are unrealistic and what was and be submissive and you know 
um, I don't know, cook, clean, um, do what you say, not have too much attitude. I'm like, what happened to just wanting a woman for who she is? Like, and just truth in that, you know, and her yeah. experience. Like, that's just, that's where I'm at with it. You know, um, oh, sorry, go ahead. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I'll finish really quickly. I just think that, like, we're also men and women, we're also influenced by the media, right? Um, and I feel like women are trying to keep up and attract men based on stereotypes that we see in the media. And men are trying to get women based on the stereotypes of what seems to be attractive in media. And we're just not meeting at a common place. So I think the truth is, is, is golden. And I just want love. And then people laugh at me about that. I'm like, I just want somebody who sees my heart, you know, I, um, and regardless if that means I'm wearing weave or um, oh, they're coming back in. No, you know, regardless of what that may look like for me, I want somebody who can see me for who I am and get past all of this, right? Like, that's what love is about. That's really, you know. And let me let me talk about that, too, with the whole thing. I, well, it's no secret that America is just extremely superficial. It's been like that for a hot minute. Um, and, and black people, I don't think it's just America because the rest of the world is obsessed with America, you know? Well, yeah, black but Trump in the building. That's true. Shout out to black. Trump. Shout out to Michael. Shout out to Taylor. Yeah. The world is, the world is obsessed with America. That's true. That's true. Well, I don't know why. We're not even as glamorous as they think we are. They think we're the land of the brave, home of the free and all that stuff. They come over here and, you know, to be successful. That's what, that's what the goal is. Right. But there's a lot of crazy stuff going on over here that's just really unfortunate. And what I want to say about um, relationships between black men and women in America is, is that um, a lot of black men leave, you know, there, there's multiple reasons why, you know. It, it, but the thing is, um, like to go to the different countries, the thing is, we don't know how to love each other. First of all, self-love is extremely lacking in the black community as it is, you know. So I that's why I say I'm not too worried about black men leaving at record numbers when it comes to that, because a lot of those black men, I'm just gonna be honest, when I hear them talk, when I see them in the chats and stuff, they don't love themselves. So right. they're that's they're the inevitably gonna my, come gonna rule what they have over there or they're gonna come back over here. I agree, Nate. That's my answer. I don't care about those men who only want these Caribbean women. Because they're obviously not for me. Like, that's it. It's just like, you know, people ask me, oh, are you offended by black men who only date white women? Nope. Because any man who wants a white woman don't want me. You're just not going to even feel me. You're not going to vibe with me. So why am I going to fight for that? You know what I mean? Because I'm just not that. So I can't be mad at it, but I do, you know, kind of feel but sorry for those men. Like, I feel like they're missing out on a whole, you know, a whole lot of beautiful women out here. You know, honestly, no, I, think of, no. I think a lot of black men, like, kind of uh, think we're bitter, just even if we just question it on any level. 
it is questionable yeah. to have to leave the country um, when you have uh, women here that it's not like you, it's not like you can't travel throughout the country. I think a lot of people who want to rage quit and go to a different country never left their home state. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think honestly that's the thing too. It's like they never. I, I, that, I mean that's that that's facts. I can I can agree with that. Yeah, like a lot of men will find that they'll have better luck in a different you know state altogether, or even a different part of the state. You know, some some dudes who live in a like a white crest area or whatever who are hurting for some some quality sisters might need to go somewhere to just a different part of the state or just a different, you know, region of this the, the country. Because I, I see where, a, I'm seeing a long line, a lot of people are not in the right location, I, men and women alike. I'm just like, dang, you should be over. I'm starting to peep it, you know, why do you think I'm over here on the West Coast now? <laughs> like, seriously. I know I'm um, in the wrong location. Wow. Yeah, some people need to like, some people, maybe they do need to go to another country, who knows, but I would try to travel through, because the thing is about America, the reason why we're so popping, honestly, is because it's a culture shock everywhere you go. It's a mixture of whatever, you know, right. there's a lot of stuff going on. This state isn't just one culture, one size fits all thing. There's like everything over here, like, you know, it's, we're that one state where you can experience a lot of different things depending on what state you're in. You know, we're, I mean, we're that one country that, that has that. Um, you know, in like in places like Dallas and Houston, you get a culture shock. Um, whereas in other parts of Texas, it's, it's totally different. It's kind of like dust. Oh, right. No, as you as you, but the truth is, as you go down south, the more south you go, the better. You know, you get that hospitality. I mean, you know, you, you go further down south is different than the women up north. You know, it's just one of those things. You know, it's it's not nothing personal to say that they're any better because you go overseas, yeah, you don't get all that, that shit you get from American women, black women, but you get other shit that you got to worry about. So, you know, all, all women are almost, almost the fucking same, yo. I mean, you know, it don't don't matter. I think just just whatever happens is the different experiences push people to different different areas. Every every woman is to a certain extent, you know, has their problems. You know, all, pretty much all women are fucked up. I mean, and I'm gonna I'll just say this for the men who are so diehard advocated for going to different countries. You know you're gonna have to kind of um, assimilate in a way into that um, into that area. You know, you're going to have to learn how to speak the language. You're going to have to get used to the customs. Crazy that's going to get you but locked. But they don't even do that. No, nah, Taylor, Taylor, you lost. They're not this doing way, that. They're this way towards the light. Um, it, it's like one of those things wherein, you know, you you meet, you you know, some guys go to the foreign countries, you meet a foreign woman, you know, most of the time, the woman that you end up being with, the woman you 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 fuck around with, she's gonna know English. You know, okay. and and you know, it's not it's not that much of a a, a barrier. You know, it's just it's just you know, women are more feminine. It is what it is. I mean, I you know, not what I was talking with Brad about earlier is like the whole thing of the back and forth. How likely are these guys um, that are keep talking about this traveling, um, doing this thing? How likely are they going to go over there to stay versus bring the woman back? Because we already talked about the whole thing, well, um, it, 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 indoctrinated or whatever. It, it it depends. Not all guys go down there, and I'll keep it real. Some guys just go down there just to fuck, fuck it. 
you know, it is what it is. You know, some guys don't have the attention to to to, to try to wipe up, and then there's some that do. You know, it, it guys are every guy go down and do different things for their own different reasons. I mean, you know, it, it's just are the women do the women have a perception of being more feminine? Absolutely, but it's not that you know. You know, all and all, you know that you you have to go down there. Hell, you can you can go to Florida, you can go to Miami, you could go to Georgia, you can go to Atlanta, you can find feminine can I, women. Can I ask you, um, what makes um? I think I've asked you this before, but maybe there's different listeners. Like, what what is your definition of femininity? And then my second question is, um, do you think that from what you've learned about me over the past several weeks on here, do you think I'm feminine? Do you think Taylor's feminine? Why and why not? Oh, you put me on the spot, girl. <laughs> you're you're feminine. I, 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 I don't. I don't know. I gotta ask Mike. I guess Mike. Mike thinks oh, yeah, Taylor's ahead, Mike. feminine. Like, like, you know, I, I, I throw you underneath the bus, Mike. But you know, I'm pretty sure she is feminine. The reason why he with her because if she was a hard ass and she was fucked up, he wouldn't be with her. First, can you define See? before we get to that, Mike? Define femininity, Black Trump. Define femininity. We we, we gonna do this again? Femininity yeah. <laughs> is, is more so. I know because we need to know what we're talking about. I know nurturing, nurturing. Yours, I think, feminine, are two different things. Feminine, not masculine. You know. No, you like can't. My my, my biggest thing. My my, my but, but hear what me out. For for you ask me a question. I'm I'm trying to answer it. Thank you. It is it, one of those things when a man don't want to fucking compete. A man don't want to compete with a woman, and with black American women, you compete all the fucking time. Now, not not with all, but with, with majority, a good good portion of them, you always in competition with them, and they just lack the feminine parts. You know, just just the nurturing, all that shit, and and women just don't. Fucking nurture, yo. Black women think, oh, you know, you know, I, I'm I'm leader. There's there's not no that many, you know, there's not that many women doing this. And black women, we're leading America in this. We're leading them in our profession. And niggas don't give a fuck about that shit. I mean, you do. I mean, that's cool. But you know, women like that, we just become baby mamas at best. Okay. Um, I mean, you seem like a nice girl, forty. I like, like I said, I was honest. I said, you seem like a nice girl. You just, you know, you got some fucked up ways, but you seem like a nice girl. Okay. I can accept that I got some fucked up ways. I think. Yeah, you know, I mean, you you kind of lost, but you you good. I think we all do. I, you know, um, but I do think that, and that's why I'm trying to create a platform about this. I do think that I'm still feminine. And I do think I'm a woman who's proud to be independent. And I do think both can exist um, simultaneously. And uh, that's why I keep asking this question because I, I'm told I'm f super feminine all the time by like my family and like, and it's almost to an, almost to the point where it insults me at points. Like, really? Um, no man so wants a masculine woman. That that's a fact. I understand that. I understand that. Definitely don't want to be masculine. Um, but I just think that sometimes femininity is, can be looked upon as almost like a weakness, and I don't want women to think that. Femininity right? also has to do with submissive. 
too. You know, being a submissive woman, doing doing woman shit. I mean, again, there man don't want a woman purpose in life. You know, is you know as one of the primary roles is to nurture. The thing is, You're, you so have the kid. You do everything else. Women don't get a like when a black man becomes successful or a man becomes successful. There's there's a feeling behind it. There's there's you know there's a purpose behind it. A woman becomes successful, she don't get the same feeling as a man get when he becomes successful. It's not the same feeling. I'm gonna say that um, a lot of women mistakenly get um um it's not feminine to tell black women to, what anyway uh so <laughs> it's not a lot of women get submissive mixed up with subservient. That's what a lot of uh, uh, women think of. They think automatically the slavery, I'm going to do this and stuff that it gets my vote. Right, right. No, it's not that. It's not that. Not 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 that at all. It's just, you know, when he come home, he just like his woman to be feminine. He like her to, you know, do woman shit. You but know? because of third wave, third wave feminism it was in it was put in all the propaganda that you know girl power and all this stuff and don't let this dude get you basically they they kind of put it in a lot of women's minds that you are engaging in a form of slavery if you <laughs> because they, they make it you know they kind of make it seem like subservience or whatever being a slave and that's toxic but you know that that's what that's what happened you know a lot of people actually there were women involved in this um uh, what you call it, propaganda that didn't even believe in what they were putting out. There was that one woman that put it the magazine. She she said she didn't even necessarily, she you know, like you know believe in it. Um, and that's what's crazy, you know, putting out this narrative that a, a woman is supposed to be always underneath, like like basically your man is not supposed to ask you for any type of uh, of help or or any kind of like input on anything. That um, or whatever that he's just supposed to be just over you in every facet of life or whatever. That's that's because like I could have gone back to being a child if I had to do um, if I had to experience that over again. You know what I mean? Um, it, when, once you become an adult, an adult woman, it's not really a second raising. I don't think anybody should uh, should view it as that, but just view it as you know your co uh, basically what there was somebody that put it eloquently they said that you go from dependence to independence to um, um interdependence okay that's the stage that every normal person should have in their life and i always say that um inter sorry independence should be a little shorter for women because what happens in modern times with women is that if we experience independence for too long that becomes our our, our identity um whereas men a man can, a man can be independent with about women, obviously, um, you know, uh, but women are kind of supposed to, I don't want to say latch on, but like a, a woman is supposed to um, get, move into the interdependent stage of her life because that's where she starts the homemaking and, you know, like all that, you know what I mean? I don't know if anybody like understood what I was trying I, to say. I do. I understand what you're saying. Yeah. And honestly, I just think it's a difficult things to explain and that is again this is sort of why like it's not sort of it's exactly why i continue to have this platform is because i was raised by my, my mom 
you know, bless her heart, has Alzheimer's. She is 79 years old. She's from Little Rock, Arkansas. My dad is 88 years old. But they're also, you know, people who got, um, who lived through the civil rights movement, who went to college, got uh, advanced degrees, and had to like live through so much discrimination um, as a, my, like my mother as a woman from sexism to racism, you know, both sides, right? But she had this very traditional upbringing about her. Um, and that tradition, you know, and so she was like half super traditional, you know, and teaching me like, oh, you know, you should wear dresses and you should wear heels and you should have manners and stuff like that, you know, right? And I'd be like, mom, that's like old school. But then at the same time, you know, she would tell me, she was so impressed by like the first time I wore pants to church. I wore a pantsuit to church one Sunday. And she was like, I can't believe you're going to do that. Oh, those, you know, those old ladies going to get on you, girl, right? And I'm like, and at the same time, she raised me to never feel like I was second to any man, subservient to any man. And at the same time, we had like gender roles kind of going in our household about the different chores that my brothers did versus the ones that I did and whatnot, right? So I really feel like I have a unique um, opportunity to be raised by somebody from the old school, from the South who grew up in this feminist and civil rights movement, right? Um, and still was able to have a marriage for over 50 years. They're still married today, you know, um, where she showed me how to be both independent and feminine. Um, and so I, I just, I think it's a unique place. And I think men are putting us into boxes is the problem. I think black men are saying you're either, you're either or. When I think- Well, well 40, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta look at- There's something in between where there's, you know, we're, we're all changing and morphing, you know, into a new world and a new society. And a lot of us are just sort of in the middle. And what's wrong with that? But 40, it's like one of those things, if, 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 if somebody tell you, yo, listen, don't wear black, right? And men hate where women wear black. And women come back and say, yo, listen, I want to wear black. You should like it. You should love it. You know, this is something. It's like, yo, we just told you what the issue is. And it's just like women become totally oblivious to it. They don't they don't care what it is. It's like, oh, you need to adjust. And the men be like, all right, fuck it then. I just won't adjust. I just seek outside. That that's what usually happens. You I think know? we all need to adjust, though, right? Like, and that's forty. We men ain't the ones that sitting up here saying, "Yo, listen, I need to find me a black shorty. I need you to give me a black American woman." You're men right. are not talking like that. Now that now that's a fact. <laughs> if I've ever heard one, okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean that's the one fact you have spoken, brother. You are right. They are not saying that. Yeah, it, but but that that so that's the reason right. why because it's like, yo, we we trying to tell you what what the thing is. It has nothing to do with looks because you know, brothers go to different countries, not even just Latin countries. Brothers go to 
you know, Trinidad and Tobago, and, and they also go to Jamaica and do the same shit. It, it, yeah. it, there's no difference. It's, 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 and you know what? White men go to Africa. Absolutely. I, I was in Africa with my white colleagues, shared a room, and he was like, don't come back, because he was purchasing the prostitutes in the hotel lobby that were put there for these white men. Now, you know, and these are African women, way, you know, Way darker, you know, much yeah. more Negroid features, you know, than even I have. So it's just, I think it's just something about the other, the exotic, quote unquote, you know. Um, but 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 again, black black American women can be just as exotic as as as. as you know, Latin countries, the African countries. Not, but exotic. The point is of exotic is not familiar and not as familiar, right? So I think that's part of the problem. It's like black men looking at black women like and have somehow lost respect and admiration for us because they see it every day, everywhere. But they see somebody else who looks something like totally different or any or similar, but they're different. That's what that's. That's where the exoticism comes from, right? It's like, ooh, that's different, you know? Um, and that's what I'm saying is universal with black men and even white men, because I've seen them do it too, you know? They're not as impressed by the black girls right here in their community, but let them go to Africa or something like, they're like, ooh, Exoticism, and um, you know that's that's to be understood. I think we all. It, 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 it's more, but it's more towards attitude, yo. If if sisters just like sometimes just listen, like I, I'm, you know, on this panel, I be giving some real shit, and I talk like certain people look at me and be like, "Yo, man, I can't believe this brother just said that." I give it to you raw, and and I tell you what it is, and it, it's not like oh a light skin thing or. Or she got to have long hair. Well, you know, brothers don't give a fuck about that. You can have short hair, be dark skin, and no, have a, a, a good attitude. I, I've heard those main things you right. said, okay, that right. I don't know no chick with, with short so, hair. I mean, but well, you, you, know, you run into those kind of dudes. I mean, but but well, again, most of it, hey, check it out. So here's how it happens, right? Since, since African-Americans are mostly from the African-American community, which is the hood, which is the projects or whatever low-income neighborhoods that we start out from. Most black men okay. start out dealing with African-American women. That's the first women that they know, that they're raised around, and ultimately that they courtship when they get old enough to you know, with the hormones and all of that. So their first impression to whatever African-American woman, whether it was a positive one or a negative one, that's usually what their first impression of a woman from that particular diaspora is gonna be. So what happens is you have a sector of black men who just didn't have good experiences with black women all their younger life from their teen years to their early 20s or whatever 
So you talking about black men who don't love their mamas? Because that's what I don't understand. No, 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 no. That's the dumbest shit I ever heard. I'm not talking about. I mean, no. I think the reason I like black men, I think, is because I've had black, positive black men. I'm not talking about mama. I'm not talking about your moms. You don't try to talk about personal experience. Talking about. I'm talking about intimacy. I'm talking about. Right, but aren't we mostly we go back to psychology and the and like um Taylor was referring to yeah, I mean that no, right. You can have positive you can have a positive mother but not have a positive girlfriend experience. Of or, course, or, or torture, of course, yeah. experience. Okay. Has nothing to do with your mama. Okay. You try to fuck your mama. I've met, I've met plenty of dudes that had a good relationship with their mom. They just didn't, like, the women that they chose to seek out were... Uh, a were, lot of these dudes have bad experiences okay. dating women here in America. They have issues with it, so they go where they get the results. It's no different than a dude that he may not strike oil with an African-American woman, but... He'll go date a white woman and he might score. He's just successful with white women. I prefer to, to leave white women alone and white people alone because of all the racial shit that's going on in America. But I'll tell you, there's black men out there that they just don't get the, the, the type of response from African-American women, man. I, I don't know. It could be their personality. It could be they just not that woman's cup of tea or whatever. Yeah. But there'll be some other chick that will totally feel them, and they're not, and they're non-black. Right. Just the way it is. It it happened. It's happened to me. Sure, that happened. I, I've I've lived upstate New York. I used to live in Warwick, New York, and tons of white women were on me. Well, that explains it. I mean, it just wasn't my cup of tea, though. Same for me, honestly. I just oh wasn't into white women like that. I'm too fucking pro black because if <laughs> yeah. I go to if I go to that white girl's house right now and her father is a is a diehard Trump fan or or, or, or just speaking, oh, no. I can't even. I'm gonna, gonna say, something at, I can't I'm do gonna say something at the dinner table that's gonna upset her and her fucking parents. He gonna meet you at the door. And then that motherfucker, yeah, that motherfucker gonna try to kill me. Because I be saying shit because I know what the deal is. I know what the deal is. That's why I don't. That's why I don't date outside my race because these motherfuckers will say some some funny shit on the side, and I now I gotta check your ass. That's but Mike, but, but let me let me ask you this: since you talk about dating outside your race, so you think? Because somebody wants to date a Dominican girl or a Latin girl is dating outside your race. I think it's the same race. It's just culture it's, differences. It's different. Yeah, but but check it out. The culture of a lot of these other countries is pro-white. They don't try to claim black, bro. Sorry, they don't. So the culture of this country is pro-white. It's the world. It's it's called that's my point. That's my point. Yeah. I, I don't think I, I think I think yeah, well genetically Dominicans are related to us. Yeah, they are. They are related yeah. to us. But guess what? Yeah. When it when the chips are down, when you're in their neighborhood, they make you feel very unwelcome. 
They will tell you, they will tell you to your face, they will tell you to your face that I'm not black. I'm Dominican. No, but you, 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 but you want, you want, you want, you want to know something. You, you come out to Hartford and you, you, your parents say Jamaican, or you don't have no Jamaican relatives, and you go into a Jamaican part, they feel the same way against Black Americans. So it's, it's a universal racism. It's not a the Trey or the Bill or the. I'm just talking about my my community. And they do the same thing. Or yeah, you know, it ain't no I mean, that's human nature. Yeah. That's not the black community. That's humans. You ask, you, you know, white people, they're in their neighborhoods too. They got different words for it. Um, they, they're very, very, um, what is the word? Uh, they they love to talk about where they're from. Uh, they're German. They're you know they love to talk about their yeah. nationalities. Yeah, I'm Italian. Thing. I'm diehard. So we no, all no, 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 no. the the, the Irish the Irish the Irish don't get along with the Italians. So it's the same oh, shit. Oh, it's, it's the same it's, shit. There is a anti-black movement specifically in America that has gone far beyond America. Yeah, I mean we're okay. African Americans are made to look like the scum of the earth in this country and abroad. Period. So when you go to these other countries where they're either darker than darker than me, they'll be darker. There's Indian people that are darker than me, right? But you try to tell them, oh, well, you know, India has some roots to Africa, they get upset with you. They get facts. facts. No, that's facts. Facts. that's facts. I'm like, bro, you got more melanin in my in, in your skin tone than me. It's darker than me. Unfortunately, identifying as black in any capacity is not seen as a prize. It's but then they'll come prize. over here and want to call me a nigga. They'll come over here to this country I, from their from their from their fucked up country over there that got no fucking economics, no fucking anything, and come over here. And call me a nigga. So listen, we are all agreeing for the first time ever, (laughs) like for real, on how systemic racism has caused a problem not only for this country, but for the entire world. And I feel like the United States has just perpetuated it. And um, since we're seen as such a leader amongst, you know, the world, we're, and we continue to perpetuate it. But why can't we get it together on the dating thing? Like, why why can we agree on this, but we can't agree on issues around why black men want to date outside their race or outside the country? Like, why can't we agree it's on this? Because it's about busting a nut with a lot of these dudes. It's about busting a nut. It ain't about prolonging the race because because think about it when a for, for for like the most extreme example right a dude that's just been rejected by black women since the dawn of his existence right he looks at it as well why am i trying to be loyal to my race when i can't even procreate with my own women i might as well go get with a a, a dominican a mexican or whoever i, I feel is able to give me children. I can see that on a 
Like, why am I hanging around the black community? You gotta think of it like that. An example, there's some men who experience that. But I feel like Nate brought this issue up because he feels like there's a, such a large number of black men who are I think there's a lot bigger number than people on individual situation. Like I don't think that what you described does happen. I've seen it, but I don't think that's by and large the majority. No, I think it's a large number. No dude is gonna admit that his own women fucking rejected him all his life. Like who's gonna say that? But I, we see it. That's no. But who's gonna say that? But dudes don't say that. You gotta understand. Men got pride about themselves. You know how many men will lie on their dick, talking about they talk fifty dudes, fifty women, and all this stuff. I've seen, I've seen black women reject black men, and I've okay. So for black for men, a guy, you'll reject for a guy who does not get attention. But African American women. The thing is, it's it's a it's there's a lot of reasons. I like my saying that that that's probably a large uh, group of people. There are like like at least five reasons I can think of why this whole uh, divest and move away, or that's why BDSM, as I like to call it, is going on. Because <laughs> like honestly, I, I found that whole movement because this is the most toxic out of everything in the manuscript. That's why. BDSM, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, because this is crazy. There, but there's at least five reasons I can think of. That being one, why um, black men, men just want to pack up and jump ship or whatever, right? Uh, but I, I, I will say there's some truth to that whole, um, because a lot of, uh, I want to say, uh, in certain parts of the country, a lot of black men have the whole Urkel thing going on. You know, that's where I was getting at, Taylor. And so I have experiences and. You know, because I'm like sort of a, you know, nerdy black woman, you know, get, you know, getting my PhD, you know, come from educated parents. I've been able to like, but I've also like kind of was not, I didn't grow up in the hood, but I wasn't insulated from the hood. Actually, you know, I have family members who, you know. That's exactly my And I have family members who are, you know. Yeah, like politicians and professors and, and lawyers and doctors. So, you know, I literally have had the best of all worlds. And so I'm really privileged in that way to fit in in most in black environments. Um, in a sense, well, not let me not go there because actually, no, I'm still usually looked upon as you know somebody who's like bougie or a little stuck up or what have you until they really yeah. get to know me. But I can sit, I sit in on a, on Black Poetry Slams. I heard some very compelling uh, stuff. I, I love all that stuff. I love going to Black jazz clubs or, or poetry stuff. I've been to those. Yeah. Places. yeah, but like people will look at me and listen to how I speak and be like, oh, okay, she, she, yeah, she's I so I was like, <laughs> I didn't learn how to like quote unquote talk Black I, and I, I do think it's a thing um, until like college because yeah. I went to private schools for most of my life. I was a swimmer as an athlete, like, and I was like, oh, yeah, my God. I, I swear too. I was on the swim team. Yeah. Oh, so cool. Yeah. That's the thing. Black people look at us weird because we don't know how. Well, because we know how to swim. That's a right. that's a alarming to me. I'm like, you're right. Like, you know, like, cause I'll advise somebody to, I, I used to invite um, friends to the pool in my neighborhood, you know, and they'd be like, you, you got a pool? And then they would eventually, yeah. you know, kind of say, oh, I don't, I don't swim or I don't know how to swim. Right. And I'd be like, dang, 
Uh, I was <laughs> surprised that they couldn't swim because I was like the only black girl on the swim team and the only black girl in swim lessons and the only black girl, you know. So like, oh, I knew they couldn't swim. <laughs> You know what I mean? I knew I was an anomaly, but I also was like, my parents, both of them are professors of African-American studies. So, you know, um, I grew up like having scholars of African-American studies, like in my home, like James Baldwin lived with me for a short period of time, like crazy stuff like that. And because it was just an era um, where the, that field was so new and both my parents were so involved in it that I got to meet a lot of greats. And so I had this nice. white skinned girl still really proud to be black, but dealing with this rest of the black community who um, still sees me as, oh, well, you're light skinned for more money and you're this and that. You don't know what it's like to be black. And I'm like, actually, I'm super proud. Um, love being black. Well, people like in certain communities, like it happens in any community, but a lot of black people who don't identify with the main culture or whatever are otherized. we are put it in a, like an off category. I mean, there's plenty of names for people who they, like uh, whatever, like um, educated lame for black guys who want to be, you know, get a degree or whatever, right? Or a nerd or, or blurred yeah. or whatever. They, they have names for us. Uh, oh, we're shucking and driving. We're cooning or we're. Uh, oh, yeah, I know the shucking and drivers. I have a friend I refer to. <laughs> yeah, or they'll just, just call like, like honestly, actually, um, um with a lot of. With a lot of black men in the manosphere, people like you and me, um, in some some ways, Brad has lived a wider life than I have. <laughs> Brad has lived a wider life. Well, okay, okay, Juliana, we 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 get what you're what you're saying, but it, it we're talking about the white, like, you know. But the thing is, like, What's funny is that, like, when I hear people talk about the traits they want a black woman on, on YouTube and then say, but that's a fantasy, that's a unicorn. I'm like, I'm, th I'm reading this and I'm saying a lot of that stuff I, I've done and, and been, that's a part of my identity. And I know a lot of black women who are the same way. So where are y'all looking? That's that's just how I feel about it. Like, I'm not, I don't, I'm not emotionally invested in this. I just, I'm confused when I see people like say, oh, we want a black woman with natural hair. Uh, doesn't wear makeup, like or a whole lot of makeup, right? Um, has her natural breasts, but whatever you want to call it, hasn't done all this tummy tuck stuff or whatever, or this crazy augmentation, bleaching your uh, underarms and your vagina. I'm, I'm sorry, I hope this doesn't get demonetized. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, so like they'll they'll talk about we don't want a black woman who is a self hater or whatever. If I look, I look completely different than I do now. Well, well wait, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, but but but. But at the same time, Taylor, the flip side to it, for all these years, women always say, yo, I don't want no dude that's this. I don't want no dude that's that. I don't want no dude that's like this. It's the same shit that go on with the other side of the race, too, as well. No. Absolutely. Give examples, Black Trump. She oh, gave okay, okay. Of Remember back, back in the early night, first of all, in the early 90s, that's all you heard but what women want and what they're looking for in a man. And this is what they want. And it's all about me, 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 fucking me, right? Yeah. I'm saying early in the, in the yeah. 90s, you look, okay, you look on any talk show, 
The same shit. That's what they promoted. The, the stuff I just named, that those are actually reasonable things for, for black men to ask for in their women. But can you give examples of what we were asking for that's unreasonable? Thank you. That's all I'm saying. No, I'm just saying <laughs> black, black women have always said that, you you know, I want the guy to be this, this, this hard, this tall. I want he needs to make this amount. All he women, needs to have this education. Oh my God! Oh my! Are you guys? Are you guys have a case of amnesia? Really? You have a case of amnesia? Look back to the nineties. I was born in ninety-seven. Wait a minute. I gotta be fair about it though, Trump. Like the biggest argument in the nineties with black women was that she just didn't want a broke nigga. And I remember oh, that because my love, remember love is a man gotta make money because that's the reason why a lot of them girls is fucking with them drug dealing niggas to pull up in them them Mercedes, them them motherfucking yeah, like 89 Mercedes. They do all come on, my, man. You you from minute, New York too, Mike. You from New York too. You know the deal. Listen, you remember. What was the running joke on every black sitcom? What was the running joke on every black sitcom in the nineties? The running joke on the black on, on every black sitcom in the nineties, whether it was Martin, whether it was in Living Single, niggas yes. that didn't have a job were were dissed. Right, if you didn't have a job, that used to be a right. taboo. Tommy, Tommy from the Philippines. Niggas that didn't have a job or was right. on welfare, something like that, or like if you came in the store and pulled out food stamps, motherfuckers would clown you, bro. You right like, about that. Being yeah. broke was like was the clowning thing back in the day. But it was so more now, than just being broke. Let me put it together, brother. Listen to what I'm saying. Because, Mike, so it seems like you're trying to save him, yo. No, I'm not trying to save him. You keep interrupting me. You're not letting me put it together. Being broke in the 90s was a taboo. So now, when you fast forward to now, to, to the 2000s era, where brothers is making a lot more money now, you have the six-figure brothers now. Now the tables are turned because women can't say you broke no more because I'm over here working for da 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 da, -da making six something or whatever how much a year. I'm driving a car. I got my own spot. So what's your argument now? See the 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 goalposts had to be moved now. Cause you can't use the the nineties. Well, niggas is broken in jail shit no more. We got niggas that ain't been to jail ever in their life, and they keeping a job, and they got a roof over their head now. They driving their own car. So I can understand that aspect of it when you talk about some of the things that KS says, but attached to that is the other aspect which goes back to race. A lot of these dudes, they get up to that level and then they want to spit on the community. That's true. And I'm not with that because at the end of the day, you still come from here. Don't spit on your own people just because of a few bad ducks over here in the pond. 
No well, other community. Well, Mike, but again, like I said, early two thousands. I don't think that I feel like more and more we're getting closer to black men actually choosing black women um, in, in those roles. In that example you just made, you know. Uh, you know, when you think about like Beyonce and Jay Z, or you think about J Will and Jada, not best examples. You think about um, uh, Obamas, the Obamas, or um, you know, we have more examples than we did. There was a time when we had none. Really, early two thousands when it was just like Oprahs, and it, it was a, a phase. I feel like we're. Starting to tilt that edge and move to the positive no. side. Let me say this: no, being, being born in the latter half of the nineties, where I grew up, uh, I want to talk about. Back. Like, back. I want to talk about. Look at that! Look at that! Look at that! Was right there that 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 somebody posted? Like, black, black women no. deal with a lot of black men. They well, deal with a lot of black men until they become successful. That's I was true. Talk about this. That's and not that true. was. Okay. I was just going to jump on that. Know. I was just going to. I was just going to jump on that next. Because well, let me talk about that because I'm going to talk about what I experienced um, growing up, not seeing stuff on TV that was obviously TV stuff. There were black women who were getting with black men at their lowest and coming up with them, and I still know these couples to these 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 are friends of the Taylor. Family. That's very that's very seldom. That 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 is only know, once in a blue moon. Knowing that Stop I thought something I had Gabrielle Union and um, what's his name? Like happening more and more. Where you had to catch somebody at the finish line because that was so far, few and far in between. And a lot of white women were doing that with black men. Let's be honest. Fact, they, were catching fact. Them, they were catching them at the um, finish line. It was it was not. No, 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 no. I, I, I disagree. I disagree. Back in the days, what used to happen is that a lot of white women see potential. And brothers, right? That's not so, true. They so, so they sit there they, later. Like the all right, all right. Let me, now. let me, let me speak now. Let me speak now. No, they, they, they would see him coming up. They would see him. They would, they would see him coming up, right? And they would say, okay, well, this brother is going to be a doctor or a lawyer, whatever. He's going through school. He's broke. Yada yada yada. So they stick around with that that particular individual until they so go through the school. That's no, they were women. not. No, they were black women black back women in the day. Forty. Are you gonna let? Are you gonna let me speak? I sat. I sat quietly, like you, by you and Teller both spoke, right? Oh, and both Let's of you women are wrong. Both of y'all are wrong. What What happened was that black woman was like, "Yo, this dude has money, right?" Because back then, back in the nineties, early two thousands. They used to always fuck with the, 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 the hustle with the dope boys, the You're boys wrong. with the money. I know, no, I'm not. No, I'm no. not. And then, you know, white women will sit up there and they'll date a dude and be with them while he's while he's building. So when he's building, he end up being with her. The That's problem with black true. women is that they want to, they want to, brother, come on. Okay, okay. you're going to let me finish. You're going to let me finish or you're going to keep no, interrupting? because we disagree. 40. I, I'm I, again, I, I, I'm your therapist. I'm coming to you and I'm trying no, to tell not. you what I'm the problem is. Time. And you, you, re, you reject it. I'm sending my, you my insurance info. A wise Let's man, a wise man sees failure as progress, a fool divorces his knowledge and misses the logic. Wait, let me read this and one. that's it the problem. You're a high profile black man, you have more options from all races. 
Facts. At the after parties after they get signed and all the success is coming out, talking about hey, you know, like sliding in. This. That's a KS sign on. No, not six percent out of wedlock birth rate proves he's not wrong. No, it doesn't. That that's ambiguous. That is an ambiguous stat. There's nothing. I mean, we're talking about a lot of things from that. So, so I'm not gonna say that Trump is is lying because there's definitely something there between white women and black men. It's been there. It's always been there. I don't think there now because right now it's the Latino women that are in. So they're not even dating white women like that no more. But the the. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go right back. That's a, that's a fact, Mike. That's a fact. That's a fact. Yo, I can agree with that 100. percent 100. I'm gonna go right back to the point that I made earlier, which is you have, and I and and four year old didn't didn't agree with me, but I really do feel that there are more young black men, especially in this era, where. You either have black men who are super aggressive in hood, and then you got dudes that are just like, they don't know where they fit in. A lot of those dudes that they don't know where they fit in, they're going to end up over there on the other side of the fence. I do what it is. It is what it is. Our women are raised, especially the women that are raised in our neighborhoods, they are raised to respond to a certain level of aggression because they live in a hostile environment. It is what it is. Nah, I don't know why people don't want to accept that and just say, look, we have a problem within our communities where hostility is the norm. Hostility is connected. It's the economics. It has nothing to do with it. when you listen, if black people had economics and it was only stuff. We wouldn't have rap music. Why? Because there'd be nothing fucked up to rap about. Our music would sound like Green Day. Facts. If you had money, Ooh, it, uh, it would. We would sound like Art imitates like the rookies, white folks in America. Well, we still have R&B though. Because there would be there would be nothing fucked up to talk about. The reason why our music sounds fucked up, the reason why the culture is fucked up, is because our money is fucked up. Our living situation is fucked up. And that's all connected when choosing a mate. If you come from the projects as a black woman and you've seen people shot, stabbed, robbed, murdered, beaten, you know, you might have a, a, a male in your family, a brother, something like that. He got jumped in school or, or you might have seen your father get killed. You, you, you're going to grow up picking a dude that's super aggressive that you feel is going to protect you in that environment. Oh, this let me read this stat really quick. It says, let's look at the stats. Now, more than 90% of white mothers of biracial black slash black children are raising those children alone. So these white women ended up with the same black men that single black mothers. Honestly, that's all I see in Walmart. You see these white women walking around with that, you know, that hairstyle that, that lets you know automatically she messed with white with black dudes. I know the black, black I know the black dude or whatever. But you know what's funny about it? Well, hold on. You know what's funny about it? And I'm glad you brought that up because Vegas, Vegas got a lot of 
these quote unquote, let me tell you something, them quote unquote Karens, a lot of them Karens fuck with black dudes. They'll, 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 the guy that they're sleeping with, oh, they'll love him, suck his dick, all that shit, right? But you get into a situation out in public with one of these Karens, they'll be the first one to call you a nigga. Exactly, because the thing is, like, I, I've been to, like, so I don't, don't buy that. This. I don't buy that shit. People don't people understand be that. Thinking, people be thinking that these other races fuck with us, and they don't. They just think of us as a fucking fetish. Okay. After they finish fucking you, they put their clothes back on, and you're still a nigger. It's true. I, I, I'm sorry. I know I'm using language that's kind of, like, out there, but I just got to keep it 100 with you. No, I I don't know. I don't know how, how I don't know if that's a fact, Mike. I, I think it's no, it, the case is very thing is that Absolutely. interracial relationships in racism. As um as a matter of fact, you see a lot of exchanges, really nasty exchanges going on between white men and black I'm sorry, white women and black men about their own children, their own offspring. I've seen it like I get it at my job, dude. I got I got cursed out by a white meth head, white woman meth head. I got cursed out by white women, these wigger type white women. They they be coming up in there with the crazy troll, the same troll weed that a black chick wears, There's talking the same crazy Twitter. stuff. Like black men are talking, not said talking that crazy, mom, trying to say the n word on the low, okay. trying to say hey, my nigga and all this stuff. I'm like, yo, you you straight from the trailer park. Who also, the, the white the nigga, the white women don't. They refuse. If this is a girl, they refuse to do their daughter's hair or even try to learn about that too. That's another thing. Haven't you seen this stuff? It, it, um, being in an interracial relationship does not mean that you're not racist. Okay, I got, you want to talk about single mothers? There's white, there's white women out here who who got this. There's a white woman I know. I'm not gonna say her name. I'm not gonna put her name out there. But I know her. She got like six kids, and all of them are freaking wannabe gangbangers. This is a white woman. No protest. I don't mean white men and black um, women. Like this that stuff happens happen. between black this, women. This and stuff happens. Too, but this stuff happens in every community, but it don't get talked about unless it's one, someone who looks like me or you. Then they got everything. They got all the all the clout in the world to fucking talk about that shit. But as soon as it happens in in their neighborhood, or or, or you want to talk about mother with drugs or. Attitude problem. You know how many white women from the trailer park got attitudes or whatever? I tell Thank they'll come into my freaking job. I'll tell them to do something or whatever, just off a of protocol, off a of, off a of company policy, and they'll get an attitude. They'll cop an attitude with me, like, do what the fuck I tell you to do before I call the cops on you. How about that? I I, I smile enough white people Why know you who's racist for? and who's not. Okay, even the chicks that are with black men will meet us. Not talked quit. about. So <laughs> since it's not talked about. It's not existing. Right. They don't, like, it doesn't exist. It doesn't help the narrative. Oh, white women are not like that. They're they're so easy to get along and happy to get. White women are some of the most argumentative, making making a fuss about the littlest shit. Oh my god. Especially older ones. The older they get, the bigger they get. Mike, yeah. everybody experience is different. Like, I, I ain't gonna sit up there and say that because it's you know that's, that's sorry, not a true sorry. statement. It's not a true statement. I mean, well, it, it varies. It varies statement. from person to person. I, I, I'm, willing, I'm willing to admit that that nah, a lot of us from the hood do have attitudes. I, I'll admit that. But what I'm saying is, 
just like in our hood, we got sisters that got attitudes. White women in their hood got fucking attitudes too. Why? Because the fucking cool. economics, bro. By the way, there's nothing. Anybody that is poor and downtrodden is going to be fucking angry. Exactly. And, mad and, 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 com and combative. And what I find people. is white women who feel like their, their privilege has been threatened in any way. I don't understand. I don't understand like, why people don't get that. I don't understand why the way you live is how your attitude is going to be. You go Dude, to the that's, white, that's the same. No different than black people. Neighborhood where they have money, they're gonna be like, "Hi, neighbor. How you? You know? How you doing? Hey, how's it going, guys? They're gonna fucking talk happy. Why? Cause look at their fucking neighborhood. You got two fucking swimming pools, golf course, a flamingo, shit, a uh, manicure uh, uh, lawn. They're gonna be fucking guys, happy, guys. Guys, you go to the fucking trailer park and you're gonna get that same fucking attitude, that same energy that fucking black women give you. And I see listen, a lot of listen, people listen, that's a false narrative. Trailer park. Okay. You go to the whole barrio. That's a false narrative. That's a false narrative. The Mexican chicks, the Mexican chicks in the fucking they act the same way. Them same Mexican chicks act the same fucking way as a black, as a ghetto black chick. Same mm -hmm. fucking way. But nobody says that though. Everybody wants to make it look like we're the archetype for all the misbehavior yeah, and, like, and, oh, and, and that's so down okay. you know that there's more white people on. Oh, it's disproportionate uh, people or people who have a on welfare. There's more white people on welfare, proportionately. That's true, and people still think that uh, people still don't realize uh, white women uh, benefit from from invasion. They think that only minorities. No, let's let's stick to this topic at hand, yo. It is you know, a topic. It, it's 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 it varies from from person to person. Not just because that that person is white. Just like I, I, you know, sisters got attitudes. So you're, you're I, I know, but I don't, I don't listen. I'm not saying sisters don't have some sisters have attitudes, some white people have attitudes, some Puerto Ricans have attitudes, some Dominicans have attitudes. People okay, have, I'm not, nobody says one particular race don't have attitudes. No, they do. That's the thing. A lot of them say white. That is say, what you're saying. You're saying black women have bad attitudes. A lot of black dudes in Mexico white and Hispanic women crap rainbows. They will. Okay. <laughs> it's this it is what it is. You hear it all the time. They they'll they glorify a lot of uh, non-black women. I'm not people people, people associated with associate the type of woman with a type of thing due to their interaction with that type of woman. That's all it, it boils down to. If a right. lot of people, if a lot of guys have bad interactions with black American women, obviously what their response is going to be. Right. Right. And I said that earlier. I said that earlier. But what we said, but, but what that's was on a the problem. Stream? That's a problem with the, I'm sorry. That's a problem with the way our community is set up economically. All of it's connected. This is why I always bring up the economics on it because for instance, people will say, well, look at the women in Brazil. They're poor. They don't act like that. I'm like, the women in Brazil are under a government that is owned by their own men. It's not like here where African-American women are poor and they also have to answer to a whole nother race of fucking people as far as how their government works. Brazil is ran by fucking Brazilians. 
So if you're trying to compare even the, the, the lowest class in Brazil to the lowest class in America, I'm like, that's not fair. And we're well, still well, talking Mike, about it, it, it's racism in Brazil. Time out. Racism in Bills, Brazil still exists. Distinction. Wait, what did he say? Not, black is not synonymous with poverty. It's Listen, not. Every you know, country, every. is a different thing than race. Race is. It is every, race. Every it's country black, has the same shit, yo. Every black people. No, let me tell you something. You look at, you look at the people. Moving forward, when we're talking about certain things, maybe that's where the difference is. Maybe we're not talking about black Trump when you're referring to all, you know, these black women in the way that I've been fighting you for weeks on. Maybe you're talking about. Not black women, but maybe you're talking about poor women, trailer park women, or women from the projects, right? Some may be black, some may be white. Maybe that's what. So that's what I'm saying. Let's let's talk about socioeconomic. Let's use socioeconomics as a factor because maybe that'll clarify what some of these issues are that we're debating. Let me say this because I think I don't know if it was earlier today or yesterday, but they had a live stream and you know midday live stream, right? There was one guy who made the, the, the point to end the whole manuscript, basically. If we uh, if um, if black men are so hard up and or about their experiences negative with black women and they want to date out, they want to do all this, why talk about it? Why make open platforms dragging the black woman's name through the mud if you're already if you already achieve the relationship you want with non-black women? There's a reason why this this topic keeps or topics like these keep coming up is because they're still not happy apparently. Because why else would you be like, oh, black women need to do this and stuff? But and black women are better if it, that wouldn't even be a video. That there wouldn't be a need to make that if they hadn't already gone off and married and did whatever that they. But can I ask you something? Why why isn't the answer just just identify what the issue is as a black woman? Identify what the fucking issue is and then. Move moving forward, solving that issue instead yeah, of just I saying, Well, you know, this is this, this is that. Let me say this. I'm saying this is happening. 40. You said, I'm sorry. I said, I'm single and I'm unhappy about that. Would you like me me to be an example? But wait, let me say this. Yeah, sure. We can start off. Black women do have uh, issues with accountability, like most American women, of course. Um, we we have our own sp specific set of issues in, in the Black community. There, we are dealing with a lot of self-hate. I'll just say all this stuff um, to get all this stuff that, that's probably going to have me call to pick me out of the way. But um, we, we do have issues with uh, our weight, unfortunately. That's why I'm going into the personal trainer thing and whatnot. And I've, I haven't, I struggled with my weight for about four years out of my whole, my whole life. And now I'm back to where I, I, I've been, you know, where I was earlier. But, um, but the thing is, we, we do have things we need to work on. That's where um, well, people like Danica's channel uh, or whatever. I don't know if y'all know her. Marie and, uh, that's that's my girl. Love watching her show. I donated she, to her, she, her. I started watching her a couple weeks back. She, yeah, she, she talks about real shit and in the same shit I'm on. If you listen to her channel, you will see uh, it's like, man, it's like a fresher breath air for a sister to come out and say what it is that brother's been saying all the while. 
Yeah, and I I subscribe. I, I there trust me. There are women just like her. Six, the goddess too. I like I like I enjoy their discussions together too because they vibe really well. Like six, the goddess. I, I, I mean, it's honestly hard for two women to get up on a panel, even if it's in mixed company, and agree on certain things that women need to be held accountable for. But I, that was actually refreshing to see Nika and Six um, to have those few discussions. And I donated um, like like once or twice, but. Yeah, and so that's the thing. We do have these issues, and and I for a lot of um, black women because this uh, at the end of the day, a lot of these um, things, these shows and stuff going on in the manosphere are holding us to the spotlight. Um, if if a lot of us did um, maybe tweak some things, because we do have to get out of this whole uh, take me as I am. I I I'm who I am. There's the problem. There lies the problem. There lies the problem. And don't get me wrong, niggas. Niggas got shit too. Niggas got shit this that niggas need to change too, cause niggas be on some niggas shit. Don't get I'm me saying, wrong, brothers. Brothers got some shit they need to change. But sisters, man, we we, we asking for y'all to do the same shit, and it ain't even like shit that's just really like that's hard for you to do. So yeah. when you change the economics, ultimately your attitude's gonna change. Mm -hmm. just no. Mike, yeah. this way towards the light, man. Towards the light, man. I think you lost. What, no, what, what I'm saying, what, what I'm saying is, is, it's the attitude. It's the, it's the, you know, it's just the, 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 the way things are within the relationship. The things that need to, to come out. It's the nurturing. The, 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 the women being women, not trying to How compete with the fucking man. A nurturer, if we have to fucking economically with men in a society that is pro economics, that that is very big on money. That has truth to it. Money, money is the biggest thing in America. Money and credit. Money and credit rule everything. So if you're constantly having to compete out here to get more money, which means you might have to work on top of being a mother. You're gonna dedicate more hours of your time to, to someone else's that. company. You're not making as much as you should be making. You're putting in all this time, hours work. You're just trying to keep a roof over your head. That's, That's stressful as fuck. Necessarily, that you, the black man, are doing anything wrong. It's just that the way our people live, day to day, check to check, that shit gets to you, bro. I am not the same person that I was when I was in the projects of now being a homeowner. My my, my mentality has changed because I own property now. Right. I'm not the same person in the projects, Trump. I'm not that same nigga. When I was in the projects, I didn't give a shit about nothing. Fucking rats, roaches in the hallway, didn't give a shit about shit. Why? Because it's not mine. I just fucking stay here. Right. Not saying that I kept a nasty house, but there's a difference between staying in an apartment in the projects and then staying in your own condo here that you fucking own that if something breaks, you got to fucking pay right out of your pocket for it. You can't just call up the housing authority and make an appointment, put a ticket in for that shit. That nigga come tomorrow and put that shit together. There's a little That's not it over here. Now, That's not way, how it runs. I've seen the way my dad. So your mindset is different. The so the same mindset that I have on certain levels is the right. same mindset that a lot of these white people have that own shit now. I'm starting to see some of the things of how they operate now. 
When you and it's own, not just them. That's want, what I'm trying to get you at. You want, might get more if black someone people. comes into this complex right now and I don't know them, I'm going to be like, who the fuck are you? And yeah. why are you here? Because I own property here. It hits different. I can't really have you walking in here and I don't know who you are. And, you know, I'm starting to act a little, a little like them. Not that I'm calling the cops on no, nobody <laughs> black. I'm, I'm still black, but I'm saying you have a certain sense of responsibility. Your attitude yeah. changes, and the way you change, uh, the way you do things, you change because you have something of value now. We don't have nothing as value as a as a collective, as a community. So our attitudes fucked up about everything. We don't care about shit. We treat each other like shit. Again, it's no money. We're talking about socioeconomics. You're still a black man, and you're a black man who's a homeowner who now understands, you know, you got a different perspective and view all life based on where you're at, right? And then you went back and started saying, well, then we looking at it like, because you're talking about the poor black people. That's not black people. We need to stop equating poverty with blackness and wealth with whiteness. Those are two different I'm topics. I'm, I'm, I'm saying that that it are it, it's a reality That's in America. Reality. You can't you can't to like separate you, you want to separate it, but it's there and everyone can see it. Yeah, yeah everyone it's, knows, but it everyone knows where the bottom of the totem pole is. It's not in the, it's not the same as it was 20 years ago, 50 years ago, 100 years ago. It doesn't matter. There's more, still there. there's more still every day the there's more black people, especially black women still at the bottom. Collectively, collectively we are at the bottom. There are no black communities in vast majority that are just strictly owned from the houses down to the Atlanta. It's very Atlanta is finished. Atlanta is finished. We're still over you right in the country. We're not owned the skyscrapers of Atlanta. We do not own the skyscrapers of Atlanta. We do not own the commerce in Atlanta. We don't. We do not own those skyscrapers. We don't own the fucking the domes down there with with, with an NFL play. We don't own none of that shit. That's owned by the corporation. I'm talking about the money in and out of your city. We don't have towns like that no more, yo. You don't have the generation. The thing is, there's more and more individuals in positions like you who are black than there ever has been, and so we can't talk about during the talk about it like we're a monolithic group. There's more to it. There's more to it than just me being a homeowner. You go to you go to, Chinatown, you go to Chinatown in New York. Yeah, there are hotels with Chinese writing on it, big high skyscraper hotel that are owned by Chinese businessmen. In the unit, they own the freaking skyline in Chinatown. That's how so you think you might you actually think the Chinese got that money from just being here in America or they brought it from China? Fuck, they got it from everywhere. They fucking set up shop and they bought up everything a in that moment. Absolutely, but they had the economic growth and the economic so, wealth in order to do right. it. So what I'm saying is, again, it, it comes back down to money, right? I just said that. If we don't have that in the black community, how do you think your women are going to act? 
You think your women are gonna be pleasant to be around? You think they're gonna be friendly? You think they're gonna want a nigga that's that's a suit and tie motherfucker? No. They don't find that attractive. They don't see that as a fucking future for themselves because look at where the fuck they come from. They don't come from that. Well, why, do white women like, why do white women like the guy that's in the suit? I know a lot of black women who do. So they find that attractive. So can, but can I bring it back to what, like, no. There's still a lot of black women, and that's what I'm representing who are successful, who come from successful families, and we are- Are they, are they nurturing people out here? Are they nurturing? I, yeah, I'm extremely, yeah, very are they much submissive? so. Um, yeah, I would, my partner there, There's that so. stutter, it's either, it's, it's a clear yes or a clear no. You stutter. I don't like that the word to describe myself, but I have been told that that is what I am. I've asked my partners. Wait, why don't you like, wait, wait, uh, Rat, can I ask you, you say you don't like to describe yourself that way? Why? No, because submissive means less than. No, that's subservient. I was trying to talk about that's the problem. There's the problem. There's the problem. No, sub means meaningful. Just in general, I don't like it, but yeah, I am. Do I have a problem with, you know, taking care of my man and being nurturing and allowing him to lead? No, I just don't. See, that's the thing. What you just said, allowing to lead. If we took the words, see, I think people get hung up on words. Submissiveness. I'm not hung up on it. That's just not the word I would use to describe my relationships. Right, but at the end of the day, when I asked the men that I've dated, because I've been on this show and been doing a lot of conversations about this, I've asked my last two boyfriends, and they both say I'm submissive. Okay, so I'll just say this: I, as a black woman, don't have. I don't believe that shit. But go ahead. (laughs) I, as a black woman, don't have an issue with the word submissive. I took advanced English for four years um, out of my out of my um, early school life, right? And I, I'm very particular about words for the for the most part. But the thing I find is that when you look at the meaning, yes, the prefix sub means below, but people often get submissive mixed up with subservient, which is actual slavery is like being right. Those like, are like, different like, words. I don't like either of them. Stick his feet up on you for like 30 minutes or something like and that. See, right? Now now we at the root of the fucking problem. She doesn't like the word submissive. Reason being, and a lot of, and don't worry, don't worry. It's a lot of black sisters just like you that don't like the motherfucking word fucking submissive, like and that's the I, problem. Problem. If we think about it. All the other uh, you don't man, like the word uh, nor the, all the other that are being said, like uh, allowing a man to lead. That's the same thing as submissiveness. I don't know why we get hung up. I on mean, submissive. that's the same. That's the same way that a lot of black men don't want to. Uh, uh, work for no white man because that's seen as submissive to white men. Why would I want to fucking work in this biggest company making thirteen dollars an hour? Man, man, man just I mean, no, be submissive to anybody. Yo, man, yo, yo, y'all getting way off track. That's this. It's not the same. No, not. I'm trying to make it is the same. It's the word. I'm saying I don't have a problem with my man. I don't have a problem with that. I just don't particularly like the word, but hey, whatever. It's I'm just trying to make y'all understand the mindset 
of the women and the men that y'all are talking about and where they come from and why they respond, particularly Black Trump, the women that you're specifically speaking to, why those Black women are combative, why they, why they try to fight every nigga that they come. They come from a fucking community that does not have shit. They don't have shit. They don't have anything to aspire to. So Charles Houston gave us the dictionary definition of submissive. Listen, newsflash. Don't don't do it. Authority or will of others, meekly obedient or passive. Yeah, I don't I don't like that definition. And that's cool. The word passive in itself is a is a is a mostly feminine trait. I mean, I I, if you take about that, okay, so it says meekly obedient. Or, but first of all, when, when you look up in the Oxford Dictionary, in any dictionary, Webster's, whatever, it'll give a bunch of um, words that don't necessarily uh, are the exact mm. of each other. That's the thing. And so you can interpret that any kind of way. I, like, mean, like I mean, look at look at feminism, right? Feminism wasn't even invented by black women. It was invented by white women, right? right. White women, right? That was invented by white women because supposedly... White women were tired of being in the house, barefoot, taking care of kids, cooking all fucking day, and blah, 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 blah. all that 1950s. Uh, and then black women took over, they right? called the woman. They were the woman. But guess what? But guess what? Does, does, does feminism really affect? The white community like that? No. First no. of all, they have black maids. I've no. seen that. Those because I don't care. I don't care if you got a thousand. Die hard, white, white hair, blonde hair, blue eyed feminists standing on a corner with their tits out talking about how much they hate men. At the end of the fucking day, when some shit happens over here in America, they're going to vote for the fucking white man to fucking take care of them. Period. End the discussion. They can talk about that feminism shit all they fucking want. At the end of the day, white women know where it's at. They do. Why? Because the money is with the black is with the white man. Period. They go where the fucking money is at. That's why when the fucking white man I walks into the room, when it comes all to the same fucking feminists, all the same fucking feminists, shut the fuck up. Because the fucking money is there. Voting and that data. But black women right. have long time been feminists. We just did not. You know, it may be. Called something else. I mean, think about it. Black women have always, you know. By the way, those white those white women that started that feminist movement, they already have black maids during that time. So I don't. I'm saying, and we've all been leaders in our homes in different ways than white women have ever. Like it's just feminism, though. That's that's third wave feminism. Talking about women being okay. Call it what you want. We can call it whatever. Feminism didn't work for black women. First of all, feminism didn't work for black women because first of all, you're fucking black. <laughs> yeah, like there's Anthony was a racist. Let's Did you hear honest, what she said about you, black women? Let's I mean, be honest. On. The uh uh it doesn't work for you because you're black, number one. Number two, our, so our, our, our mindset. So Turner Truth is considered a feminine. Our, listen, black black men want feminine women. Feminine and submissive women. I just gave you the platform. Now I, I take take you, the advice as you want. If you don't wanna, if you don't wanna listen, don't listen to this shit. 
and you 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 never you never you, never come across you. it. You never come across what you. If, if you don't you, implement man. those rules, you know, and, and that's what you. it is. I hear you, but until until something economically gets done, you ain't gonna find that here. So I I, I guess y'all gonna have to go to wherever country or whatever. And black America is the only place where this whole battle between them and a woman it, it exists. You know, African men, if women don't conform to what what to his standard, he just won't fuck with her. So what she do? She learn to conform. Sisters here, nah. Why don't you adjust to the way I feel? Fuck that. You I don't know, think it, that women. So you're saying that women in other countries conform? Absolutely. Yeah, but what I was saying. Okay, so why why is the reason for them conforming though? What they want that man? They know what it. They know what you know, it is. What keeps a Dominican woman in check? I don't even have. I can go. I I don't even have to use Dominican. I can talk about a woman that I met from Liberia. Or Asia. What keeps Asian women in check? Right. They men. No, the fucking economics, bro. Yeah. The fucking country. Right. And that's, that's the same year. Country. Right. The power behind and it the country. was the same year. 40 okay. years ago, okay. women weren't even allowed to have women. 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 60 women. years ago, we weren't allowed to have oh, mortgages. Africa, Africa is poor than the United States. And they don't have that problem. What? Okay, Africa is owned by Africans, bro. Africa is owned by their own people. The Nigerians own Nigeria. The thing is, we the, the fucking uh, Mozambique is ran by Mozambique. Right. Like you, you using these these freaking examples. I'm like, bro, you're failing because you're forgetting the one aspect of African Americans. African Americans do not own their own shit over here. Probably, you know they don't own the government. They don't own their own neighborhoods in a lot of sense. They don't own the. Do you think African Americans own their own businesses and they? You know this. Come on now. It's not. It's not rocket science. It's, it's, it's different. So, it's different. so, so what, what are you implying that black blacks don't own businesses? Black men here yeah, own businesses. In, in black men here own car dealerships. Black men here yeah, do do the same yeah, shit. Yo. You collective economic base like that? Are you serious? Mike, listen. What do we, what do we want to do? We gonna continue to sit up here and complain about things that that you know I'm we don't have control over our government and everything I'm else, and we can't do this, we can't do that. Society has transformed in the way it has, and that's what I can do in a different way. I, I keep saying, 60 years ago, women weren't allowed to take out mortgages in their own name. We weren't even allowed to own homes. Honestly, we weren't allowed to own homes. Like, right? What are you right? talking about? Right. 40, no, are you no, crazy? And you guys want to talk about when women, back in the day. You say 20 years ago, houses. 20 years ago, women weren't allowed to own houses? Women were submissive back in the day, or women in the deep south. 
they're more submissive. Let, yeah, let's let's, let's rewind. Let's rewind what you said. Let's rewind what you said. Forty years ago, women didn't own houses. Yeah, sorry. Go ahead. Somebody speak. Forty. Forty years ago, women didn't own houses. Really. Not 40, oh, yeah. six, about 60. Yeah, you couldn't okay. get a mortgage. 60 years ago, women yeah, didn't know houses. Women weren't allowed oh, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. No, it was, a, it was, I don't know the exact year. It was about 60 years ago. Yes, not that long ago. You had 40 years ago. Now, now, I'll tell you firsthand. My grandmother owned no, her that house. Is true. I, okay. I, I will look at that. <laughs> she owned her house. So I, that's what I'm like, are you sure? You were not allowed as a woman to own a home or most most banks would not sign on a loan without your husband's okay. name on okay. it. Okay, it doesn't even it doesn't even matter because back in the 1950s, so you didn't have you didn't even have bank accounts. It doesn't it doesn't matter because to to black Trump's point is that the difference between now and the 1950s and 40s is that we had a collective economic base in America. Not only that, you had unity. So it was different. The unity was backed by money, Trump. You keep leaving out the fucking resources. Dude, and money. I said unity. Unity. Okay, black unity and money is the same thing. We are fighting for equal rights. What are you? Money is important. When when we as black people all of a sudden think that money is evil, or we can't talk about money, or try to connect success with some other non tangible aspect? No. Part of the reason for success is that we had fucking economics, bro. For the first time in America, we had a collective economic base to back our morals, to back our marriages and all that shit. You can't do shit without fucking money and resources, bro. No I'm kidding. Today. No kidding. That shit is How do we get all the way over here? That all this that you're explaining has nothing to do with the division of the black woman and the black man. We right, are bro. so far off base. No, it's explaining it completely. It I'm does. Good. It does because we, we don't have to rely okay. on the black man is have more opportunities and entitlement and and basically the masculinization of black women and the feminization of black men. They messed up our our minds that's why Thank I, you. I agree with that a hundred percent like that that's why you see a lot of black that, i mean I, I agree with my my saying with the money too but the thing is like you see a lot of black dudes pants sagging and that's what they did in prison to show they were available and you see a lot of black women wearing timblins and freaking camo shorts or whatever you know it's like it, it, it's it's a cross thing it's weird so it, let it, me ask you a question then if it doesn't have nothing to do with money how come in in chicago and detroit the first thing they fucking did was move all the plants out, out further out from from the city, so that black men couldn't have their jobs. If it had nothing to do with fucking economics, because that's the first fucking thing they did. Before it was they the upbringing, let me tell you, it was the upbringing of the morals that destroyed the black community. Before they brought in the welfare system, they got rid of the jobs. Now answer that, please. That's the first fucking thing they did. If it ain't about economics, and you know this. Chicago, Detroit, look at Detroit now. Look like a fucking burnt down building everywhere you go. Yeah. Nothing's built over That's there. My all the automotive industries. We did. Yeah. So why the fuck did they attack all the freaking 
uh, uh, automation jobs that we had, which was paying very good money, had very good money. Brothers was making a lot of money. All of a sudden, those jobs are moved out there to fucking West Bubba fuck. They, do, they start downsizing the jobs, and then they issue in welfare. And then they tell you that your man can't stay in the fucking house. That's fucking It was economic. all part of the bro. division. It was that's all economic. part of the division. That's economics. That's money, of bro. The black, dude, it's money. It, it goes beyond economics, dog. It, it was the it was the start of the so division between broke man. So you're gonna have a broke man staying in your fucking house when the government is promising you money by good by getting on welfare and telling that no. man to leave the house. Mike, you go. You gonna let me explain, or you you gonna keep talking? All right, go ahead, bro. Explain okay. this. That that was part of the whole division to break up the black family. That was put in stone years ago. The cost division. Take hear hear me out, man. Hear me out. It's more than just do with money. By by me, the void, by me saying, yo, listen, the black woman is all powerful. We we're gonna take care of her, but we ain't gonna take care of the man. We're gonna provide her living assistance, take care of the kids and everything, but we're not going we the man can't live in the same house as you. That's automatic division right there because you know why? What a man does, a man, a man implements structure to a kid, and I don't care how how well women may do, you know, raising kids up, they lose that structure without the man being in the house. So therefore, the, 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 there's no structure. You grow up, you have these kids that's just wilding out. Now, what we do with the kids, we begin to fill up the prison system. Part of the structure, brother, is a man providing for his household. If you have a man in your house and you have kids and the kids do not see that man working or see him struggling to pay bills, that sends a fucking message, bro. Mike, it's bigger than that. It ain't about just that. It's to lose, to, 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 further, to further divide the black man and the black woman. So that's what happens when the brother starts working again. What you do, you take you levy his accounts and you begin to take money out of his, his, his checking. So so now for all these years, these women thinking, hey, listen, I'm getting this free money. And the guy thinking, well, we, listen, I can't live there, but it'll be better off for my kids. And what that return is when the black man starts to work, they begin garnishing his checks. And they be, continue to do it for the next 18 years. How in the hell can he build anything if he's getting his checks garnished for that long? What are you talking about? They wasn't working when people welfare. By the time the welfare system was in full swing, they had kicked black men out the homes, bro. Nobody the was working. The black it was listen, uh, Mike. You 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 totally you're not even you're not even hearing the whole story. The the whole purpose of kicking the black man out the house. Is so that it divides the fucking family, even a struggling as a family. Provider, as a provider, as the, a the government becomes your listen. At that point, the government becomes your provider. You don't have a man to provide for you. The government <laughs> provides you. Yeah, like didn't this, I just say economic? You've been saying what this for the last. Do? You've been saying this for the last thirty minutes. Didn't I just say that's economics? Yeah, yeah, but but the thing is, it's it's not just oh, just to keep economic. It's bigger than just economics. 
is, no, is take no, how can a woman respect a man if he's not fucking paying the bills, bro? But didn't I just say bro, that's part of the division? Can I just say, Mike, you, you, you didn't listen to one thing I said. I said that's part of the division. That's part of the division between the black man and the black woman. Here's how we got it today. The so black woman, you know what? We make these women come out here. You, you're, 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 you're the head out. So you, you're leading in in your community as working, and you're you're this far advanced black woman. You don't need no man. That was all part of the fucking plan, yo. And the plan that you just described is all about economics. The black woman has now replaced the black man as the breadwinner of his fucking community. And this right. is why... It's, well, it's, provided, it's part of the division. If black men are not in the fucking driver's seat when it comes to the economics, you can fucking forget it. They're not going to be submissive because they're bringing in the fucking paper. Why the fuck do I need to listen to you? Why do I need to fucking suck your dick? That's why that's important, bro. That's well, why it, it, here's, here's where we are today. That's the reason why shit is the way it is now. But you was trying to fight me on this. I'm like, brother, everything right. revolves around money and resources. Right. Time, since the dawn of mankind, warfare and fighting has been about two things. Resources and the ability to spread your fucking seed, which means women. It's 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 part of fucking human existence. It doesn't matter what race you are, what weight creep, it's always gonna be at the top of the fucking list. Money and women. Hey, if, okay, so NYC- They go together. Nate, Nate, can you let NYC King, I'm sorry. Um, can you let NYC King in please? He said he wanted the link. Maybe we can, wait, maybe we can have some balance in this conversation because there's too much, uh, there's too much not agreeing on anything right now. Um. I'm not saying that there isn't um, non-tangible disagreements with black women and black men. I'm just simply pointing out that money is always going to be an issue. Yeah. I money know. is always going to be an issue. That, is, sit there that was part of the disenfranchisement. They wanted to bring up the social interactions how, and the, the you can economics. All you want about King. Shout out to NYC King. No, so, so, salute to the panel. Salute to the panel. I'm just waking up for the hi. moment. Hi, hi, ladies. Hi, gentlemen. And uh, hi to everybody in the chat. Yo, you know what a lady said to me last night before I went to sleep? She said, uh, a woman is supposed to follow the man. Okay, a woman is supposed to follow the man. This is what I last heard before I fell asleep last night. Meaning that, um, if a man does right, the woman will follow. So, if and, and I heard a point that was, was perfectly clear that in, in some cases, when you got a woman who's also bringing it in, in, in a lot of money, and she's she's the head of the household. Sometimes the, the skirt changes. Sometimes they, sometimes the man stays home to clean the house, and the woman is out there making the bacon. You know, the tables can turn. Okay. The tables can turn in these situations because once a woman starts making more money than a man, the, the respect level changes. Absolutely. Okay. Now, now I, I, I heard another guy who was on a job with me uh, last week, and he's like, his wife's coming down him because they're not giving him the work. 
the respect level changes. Okay, she treats him like shit because now they're not giving him no work. He's not the breadwinner anymore. I'm sorry, money is power. All right. So money money dictates everything in this world. Your relationships, whether you keep your the roof over your head, whether you keep that car you got notes on, whether you keep whether you keep that woman that you 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 want to be with. Yes. Money oh. is power. Yeah. Let me say this. Uh, okay, so when it comes to femininity and all that stuff, uh, like uh, some of the most balanced female minds, um, especially black women, I hear on the um, in the manosphere, they're actually mixed in with some of the um, big names or whatever you want to call it. They say that a woman cannot truly rest in her femininity unless she is living a comfortable life. Not like a polished, I'm a princess type of thing but somewhat comfortable, meaning she doesn't have to go out and, and, you know, feel like if she misses a day of work, that can mean her car note is gone. You know what I mean? Like, like that she, that's what I'm talking about, that kind of thing. Um, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, yeah, so basically women, um, the women need some things to, we, we aren't naturally feminine if we don't have a certain level of comfortability. And which makes sense. It's like fight or flight, you know? If some murderer is chasing you, right? Which that's with any person, but I'm just saying, if you're in an under extreme amount of stress or whatever, that's gonna bring out the worst in you. And it looks worse for women because we're naturally supposed to be nurturing and stuff like that. Yeah, so I disagree, Taylor. I think, you know, I don't know if that is natural. I think the way you're saying what's natural as a woman is like what in our what Adam and Eve era? Like at the well, first, no, biology. Like we're all adapting and the world is changing. Well, I know that I'm saying and when so I natural, I mean our biological because we, we are born with way more estrogen than a man. That's what I'm saying. So we are we're naturally supposed to be passive. That's our nature. But if we experience a nurture situation where it, it smacks that in the face, yeah, of course we're gonna grow up and see what we're seeing a lot right now. But it's naturally speaking, we are supposed to, we have a lot of female hormones that make us passive or, or emotional or whatever, right? We're supposed to be passive in a way for the most part. But, but as we're seeing, especially in the black community, a lot of black women are having to grow up and they need to take care of their siblings. But by the time they're seven or eight, you know, because their mother can't. We don't have hormones that make us passive. I think men have you know testosterone which is known to be more aggressive now I, we may be less aggressive but i would i would caution before saying that means passive um, i i just don't i haven't read any evidence seen evidence for that trait we are different we are biologically different right, yeah, that I, I agree with um I, Completely, like just so testosterone so aggressive. What is all the other female hormones like? What does that make us then? Can I just can I can I can I say something real quickly? That's a term that someone has used to to describe the opposite, maybe of aggressive of aggressive, but I don't think that's really what it is. It's not. Femininity and masculinity is not aggressive. It's not that trait. That, you know, and so regardless, I think we're supposed to be different, though, and we can agree on that. Yeah. Um, and 
Well, what's wrong with it being opposite? Because like femininity and masculinity are, are by nature opposite traits, right? You know, and they all have different things that go into them, of course. But it's not. I don't think that they are are opposite either. I think there's some gray area. I think it's a continuum. You know, you have feminine, feminine, and masculine on two extremes, perhaps. But there's a lot of people who fall. You know, and a lot yeah, of that fall within that range. I know there are different elements, you know? right? Um, I guess when I speak, I'm not speaking like absolute. Like I'm because every I, me personally, I know that I, I'm not a black and white thinker. I can't stand people who are super black and white thinking because everything is a gray area. Everything, um, you know, except maybe math and science. But even then, it's like hmm, I've yeah, seen yeah. things that were anomalies and loopholes and all that stuff, right? But um, what I, what I, I guess I'm speaking generality, I guess I should say, and I'm not speaking that this is exactly how it's supposed to happen, but femininity and masculinity is kind of like fire and ice, no matter which way you, you slice it and dice it, there are things, other elements that are meshed into it. The same, using words like, I think we got to get, so stop being hung up on certain words like passive. I, I, never passive. I don't think we should be hung up on them, but I also think maybe that, but some people are just very literal. And so those words can't be, you know, yeah. used as bombs, right? Like, what is femininity? What is being submissive? What is passivity? What are these things? Um, I think there could be very subjective definitions to all of those terms. Well, that's, let me, that reminds me, like I had a conversation uh, with a girl who, they, okay, well, I, the word my mom used to use this word to describe my parents growing up. She said that I was homely or whatever, right? Um, so she was under the impression that you know, my, from because I had to go back and ask my mom, I'm like, were you calling me ugly when I was younger? This was a, a, a toxic friend of mine said yeah, that. Homely and I ways. Yeah, that's the thing. My like my toxic friend I used to have was saying, oh well, homely actually means unattractive. It doesn't mean average or plain Jane. It actually means below average. And so I, I got into a little riff with my mom about that because I'm like, dang, you were calling me homely like like I was, but she wasn't saying it in a negative way. So she had, she was like, oh, I just thought that meant playing James. Who who knows? I didn't look go. I don't think I looked it up or whatever. But apparently, some people will take the word homely as if you were, you know, unattractive overall instead of just maybe average. Yeah, looking, you know. And so. Listen, there's a few things happening here, okay? Nowadays, uh, women are, first of all, I want to say shout out to all the independent women out there. I got a lot of respect for that. And uh, in our culture, as black people, women are one of the, the black woman is one of the most strongest, powerful women out there than any woman in any race. It's, 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 it's been passed on from gene to gene to gene. They've seen the struggle that we've gone through in our So in order for a woman to respect her man and and, and be somewhat submissive and, and respectful to, to, and to guide him. Get out of here, Cortez. There's no sense in here. All right. In order for a woman to follow the man, she's got to first of all respect him. And that's where the femininity comes in there. That's what she wants to be. That's what she wants to be cuddly with the man. But if the man shows any signs of weakness, that's when that black woman will take over from what she learned from her mother and what she's seen from weak, weaker men, and she will dominate that relationship. 
Okay, a, a, a man can lose in seconds if he shows some sorts of weaknesses, like being a coward. But she's got to step into the picture and fill his shoes, you know. So, um, in order to maintain that sort of respect from her, you always you got to be to to that woman. You got to be all of the above. You got to be her best friend first. You got to be a father figure that she can respect. The first one, and, and last of all, you got to be a man. And I don't care how much paper this woman is making. If you have these three qualities and you have the creative factor, this woman will follow and respect you. Okay, but if you're if you're you're lacking in sexual behavior and, and mental stability on how to create conversations with her. Or to stand by her side when she fucking needs you. To sit there and shut the fuck up when she's trying to explain something to you. She can't get her point across. That's when you're going to have that battle. And that's when you're going to lose that battle with her. Okay? A woman, especially a black woman, she's like a fine-tuned instrument. If you don't play them tunes right, if you don't play them tunes right, you're gonna you're not gonna get the right sound that you hear. So you're gonna have to understand the sort of woman that you're dealing with. All right. If she wants to go out and, and have a career, let her do so. That's the strength in her. That's what she wants to do. It can't make a man feel less than a man because she wants to build a career. But if you want those two qualities that I said, no matter how much money she makes, she's gonna be that woman because you're gonna be the backbone to keep her going. Even you get up in the morning and you take this woman to work and you make sure she's right. She's going to be there for you. You want to sit in the house and fucking play Xbox all day and drink beer and shit. She, she, her mind is already fucking floating in a different direction because she's she's focused on getting up out of this apartment. She's already focused on the career. There are more women in the business field these days than men. So... Shout out to the independent woman. Shout out to, to, to the black woman. Okay. I appreciate that. I'm here on this channel. Everybody says, come on, everybody says, don't be a mother. Don't be a mother. Every fucking man. an independent black woman out here. Every man, and every man is a little boy screaming for his mom. I don't care how tough you say you are in this and that. Okay. Every man. He got a space for his mama. You know, you, you ever see a black dude? Don't talk about my mama. That shit caused a lot of fucking fights this day. Okay. But let me okay. say a woman, woman, a woman being independent is definitely important. But I think um every every man and woman should have a period in their life where they not only are, are depending on themselves, but have someone to depend on them. And, and vice versa, you know what I mean? That that flow of exchange is actually good for people's health. I don't know how many people don't realize that, but it's probably a lot that that exchange where you have somebody that has your back and you know that you're going to have their back uh, in whatever may Absolutely. happen. Absolutely. For that, you can see the difference in their demeanor and their lives when they really don't. And you can, and those people, some of those, a lot of those people, I'm not going to lie, are naturally selfish. But I'm sorry, I shouldn't say naturally selfish, but there's they they're gotten to a place a point in their life where they're selfish. But even being in that state where they think that, oh, I want to do this for myself, or I don't want to they they're denying something that would actually make them happy. 
You know what I mean? Just because they're set in their ways. A lot of people are super set in their ways and they- Right, right. They what, what's, what's, I've met a lot of people who, who really believe what's scariest for them is not um, having someone to depend on them, but for somebody uh, to, for, for them to depend on somebody else. They don't want to be in a place where they feel vulnerable and have to let things go and let people take control of things. But is it really healthy for anybody to always have to have their head on the swivel and have to think of ways to dig themselves out of holes that might, they, that might come in or, or get to a point in their life where they feel comfortable, what, whatever may happen? Being alone is not good for anybody's psychology. It really isn't. Um, and I've been alone for 10 years and there are people like Grace Bells Ross or Rihanna who, who say they're happy single or whatever right I I, I know um, some of my mom's friends some people that I know say claim the same thing right but we don't know what's going on behind the scenes I actually yeah. know I want a partnership. I do. Like, I think I'll always want that. But I also no man wants an equal. Listen, no man wants an equal I, partnership with no woman, man. Yeah. That's that's bullshit. I go to the That's a lie. Let me just say this. A lot of women, uh, I noticed. So I believe Rihanna. Rihanna did this. They go through a period of where they sabotage their relationships on purpose. Um, right. They don't. Right. They don't want the outcome of them feeling like they've lost something, you know what I mean? Which is their independence by far and large. And it's, it's really toxic. It shouldn't be something that's uh, ingrained in a lot of women, but it is now. So, so uh, I don't know if y'all remember, and I'm glad you brought up Rihanna, perfect example. Mm -hmm. Remember when Rihanna was dating that dude from the uh, Middle East? The Dubai Prince or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, that guy. I, I, I'll tell you right now why that didn't work. For one, that dude is like a, a prince or something over there or something. Yeah, he's actually royalty here. Right? comes from money and royalty. Mm -hmm. More money than you have. So his thing is, first of all, you're, I'm, I'm the breadwinner, so I get to make the rules. He who has the gold has the game. She came in there with that, oh, well, I have money too. Not going to work. You're on your you. My family, mm -hmm. under my economic system in my country, right. you follow me. It's a power struggle. You follow me. You follow my religion, which I'll tell you right now, she wasn't about to, oh, yeah. to, to convert. When to I heard about Islam. that, I was like, what? She wasn't about to put on no hajib, none of that bullshit. It was over before I started. She, in their culture, because the men use that money, that oil money, they use that oil money to run their fucking country. That means all them rules, all them fucking Islamic laws and all of that stuff is designed to keep their fucking nation under that that whole tapestry so that they have all that money and power stay within that royal family over there. And she wasn't wasn't the only one that did it. Janet Jackson did the same thing. Oh, Janet yeah. Jackson was Janet, Jackson played, played her, Janet Jackson played her part, popped out a baby, and took Five hundred million dollars. That was but, the contract. Yeah, and let me say, let me say this though. I'm gonna drop a bomb for all you uh, ladies watching or whatever, right? Because uh, this, this is what we're talking about. Um, a lot of women feel like it's like a, an attack on their whole being to feel vulnerable to a man or whatever. It should feel empowering for women 
to be to, to, for a specific woman or women to be vulnerable to the man that they know will have their back, will cherish them through everything, right? Yeah, you tell a lot of wounded people out here, a lot of people who just grew up thinking that they couldn't trust any man with their their heart or whatever you, you call it. So they self-sabotage. I've seen people just- Vulnerability only works both ways, Taylor, though. So- See, and this is- we can bring, bring you the water. We can bring, we can bring the camel to fucking water, can't make it drink, yo. What? What I, mean? I said you right. can bring. I said forty. We can bring a camel to water, but we can't make it drink. It's like one of those things when you, we we explaining what the situation is, but then again, it's like yo, I still got to tell you from my perspective. If you right. just learn, if you just learn, you you know one one thing. I, I you know shout out to the white woman. One thing I give white women. White women know how to play the position. Informed women know how to play the position when it comes to oh, men. No, I am out. Deuces. Have a really good night, guys. Oh, okay. Good um, night. Good night. Good night. She's lost. I was really trying to say some facts, though. I, I was really trying to she say. popped off like that. Yeah, she's lost, yo. It's like one of those girls you can't explain. You try to explain. It's like, yo, your way hasn't worked. Your way is the reason why you're right where you are now. Your way didn't work. I'll just say this. Like, women, when women feel uncomfortable or arrested in a relationship, they are the first ones to jump shit from what I've seen. Absolutely. Um, And and that's fine. And that's fine. Ain't no problem with that, man. But, again, you're trying to tell somebody something, and it just... You don't listen, okay? Your way hasn't worked all these years. Follow Black Trump. Black Trump will lead you to success. Well, Black Trump. I, I, well, I, agree with you. I agree. I agree with you, Black Trump, with what you just said again, but I, I'm going to go right back to it. It's not that they're innately like that. They come, white people's communities are structured like that because the money is attached to how they act. The money is attached to the behavior. They understand all of that dichotomy between the sexes because they're trying to maintain the fucking money and the power. That's why they do what they do. And I I get what you're saying, Mike, but at the same time, even if she was to go with a man that has money and the power, she still won't fucking just do the shit that she's supposed to do as a woman. So it's like at the end of the day, you can't, you can't, you can't help people like that. You can't, man. It, it is what it is. You, you always gonna have this power structure. It don't matter the black man making money or not. I got boys who's going through divorces right now because they wife just don't want to do wife shit. And then now what it was happening, you go go through the divorce, you gotta pay the child support, you gotta pay the alimony just so you can have a fucking peace of fucking mind. It's collective economics, not individual. I I thought I specifically said that. No, no, Black Trump, Black Trump, some some relationships do take its toll, brother. Sometimes the time is up. Sometimes it just ain't gonna work out no more. 
Okay. It's nobody's fault that the relationship turns out. It's like having a car. Once your car is no good no more, it's just no good. You loved that car when you first bought it. You waxed it. You put armor on it. You showed it around to your fucking friends like it was a beautiful woman. But when the car started to break down, the relationship broke down. It wasn't that same pretty fucking car anymore. It was just like it wasn't that same pretty girl. It started causing fucking problems. That's where the it's term ride it till the wheels fall off comes from, you know? Yeah, you can ride it till the wheels come off, but you, then what happens when the wheels come off? Right, it's over, you know? All right, so that's, that's life. We all, we all, we all dated on the relationships through, through, through how, how we make them work, if we want them to work, and through the power of a God. Relationships is just like creating a child. Okay, a child is made off of magic. Just like create a, a relationship, is two people come together, they make magic, the relationship happens, they lovely Debbie, they, they're, they're, they're the guy's pushing the girl, and it's swinging the tree, everything is sweet and dandy. Until the fucking rope breaks off the tree, she's sitting on her ass, looking up at him like, yo, you actually let me fucking fall? And he's like, yeah. He's like, yeah, the relationship is shot now. It ain't the same way when they, you were walking down the street and fucking flowers were growing behind you as you walked down there. Now you're walking the flowers are dying. <clears throat> so Black Trump is your boyfriend. That's part of life. That's part of life. Relationships themselves out. They run a different route. People get tired of each other. People get tired of doing the same thing. <clears throat> You know, who, some people want to eat the same cracker all the time. They, some people, relation, people are in relationships for either finances or because they can't, they can't separate because they ain't got no place to go, or they're fucking used to the same abuse every day, and they're they're stuck in it. It becomes a love relationship to an abusive relationship because two people don't want to be together anymore. And okay. that's a good reality for for sure. Um, but there's always um. There are always ways to maximize longevity. People are just—it it comes down to selfishness. For the most people part. don't want you. Some people don't want longevity. People want to be—they want their freedom back. Because it gets to a point where you're stuck in the house with with your enemy. I think is that no one really has anything to aspire to to live by in America. A lot of people living check to check. They're living in rent, not not ownership. So it's like every day does seem the same and every, you know, your behavior. We call, we call that the matrix. We call that the matrix. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's exactly what it is. That's, that's the matrix. When you're living from paycheck to paycheck, you walk, you, your whole life is a circle. You go to job, get paid, pay the rent, have a little money for food, and then you do the whole cycle again. And then you wake up 10 years later, you go to job, pay, you're doing the same fucking shit. You're still in the same okay. You know, it's just like living in the Bronx, right? Living in a fucked up apartment building. The white man builds a fucking skyscraper, right? Across the street from your fucking project. And you say, I'm going to move in the skyscraper. It's got an elevator, it's got a pool, all this shit in the door, man. So you move out of the project from one side of the street and you move over to the other side of the street. You know what you did? Absolutely fucking nothing. You're still in the fucking ghetto. Okay. You still in the fucking matrix. Your mind, your mind didn't exceed to the fact that yo, maybe I need to just get out and do something different. Okay, so so here's the thing, and and I, I if you want, you you say you call it the matrix. I agree. So, but here's the thing. 
They're saying that the way out of the matrix is just to go to another country. No, no, the way out of the matrix is through your mind. The way out of the matrix is through your mind. That's not what these dudes, these traveling, a lot of these um, YSBM dudes are saying. It, they it, say starts, it, starts, that, uh, it starts in your mind first, though. They they're like, I'm out of the matrix. I'm like... It's created in the mind. No, these these are people who travel for for different reasons. Maybe sex traveling, all those. It's out of it's the matrix. It's 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 a mental thing. It's the mind thing. Okay. Well, now you're doing so. So you have your definition, and I hear other brothers saying that the matrix was was the dating scene in America. No, that's How not it. That's it. not it. Leaving the matrix is like me, me, me staying in New York and me deciding. For, for some fucking reason, I'm gonna change my whole program. I'm gonna fucking move somewhere else. I, I could I could I could move up into to the fucking mountain because I I changed the whole pattern. I changed I made something different. Instead of instead of keep walking straight path, I took three steps back. I changed time. It's not about traveling. It's to meet fucking people in in in, 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 in these these countries. Changing the matrix means changing your way of life and doing things that that you you, you didn't think you were gonna do, but you're doing them to experience something new. It it starts in the mind. Okay, if I if I I told I told a dude, he's like, well, how do you travel all the time? I said it starts in the mind. If you want to travel, you put down five dollars a week or a day, you put in a little bank account, and you decide, yo, I'm gonna fucking try, I'm gonna get a passport, I'm gonna go to fucking. Arkansas or Brazil or Utah or wherever the fuck you want to go, but you change the pattern of just working that same situation, that same being on a train and bus and every day and then 10, 20 years later, but you change something. You change the pattern of living. That's taking your mind out of the matrix first. Uh, sex traveling all those, that's a whole different category. That's not really even the matrix to go to the DR to have sex. That's not even the matrix. Even the matrix starts in your fucking brain first. Changing, changing time, changing thought, changing the pattern of your lifestyle. Okay. Instead of the same ordinary day. Hey, good morning, babe. I'm going to work. Oh, babe, what are we having tonight? Pizza? Okay, good morning, babe. I'm going to work. What are we having tonight? Steak? The same. That's a fucking matrix pattern. Then you okay. wake up when you later. It's the same shit. No, babe, I don't feel like steak tonight. We, we have, 20 years later, it's the same fucking pattern. You know, they finally gave me a vacation at work. The same pattern. Oh, I got a raise this year. You know, I only been here 15, 20 years. The same pattern of the matrix. Take control of your life and do on what you want to do in your life. That's taking control of yourself and, and, and dealing with the matrix. It's got nothing to do with traveling to, to, to the foreign and start to the brain. Yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is, man. I mean, you know, some dudes, and again, I, you know, when dudes talk about traveling, some dudes just travel just to have sex, man. And, you know, they're trying to get girls that they can't normally get or they just don't know how to push up on girls. Or they just do that just to do that. Everybody try. Every man has a, has his own reasons why he do whatever. They're using it's, that word matrix because they travel. Because You know why they're using the word out of the matrix? Because these are people that are stuck in the matrix. And saying that this, oh, I'm traveling out of the matrix so I can be over here with these foreign people. No, it, it, you can travel out of the matrix and go to motherfucking uh, Alaska. 
It ain't, it ain't got nothing to do. It ain't got nothing to do with Chicago. So pussy, you go to Alaska. Like, yo, I'm out of I, 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 Peru somewhere. I done did something different. I'm out of I'm out of the United States, and I'm doing something different with my life. Do it, pussy. Right. Thinking I'm black. I, I, I always said that. I always said that. I was like, man, it, it should. If you do travel, it should never be because of what some woman did to you or whatever. You should travel because you want to travel. Right. Take your mind and put it somewhere else out of the matrix. Yeah. You know, the people traveling for sex, that's what they're doing. It's got nothing to do with oh, we're out of the matrix. No, you travel. You're it's, not like even, it's not like I even sneeze on that or not. Like I don't I don't really care what a person does in they in their bedroom or whatever. But it's just that people ask me these questions or they'll make these statements about certain types of behavior in the United States. I'm like take a look, take a hard look at everything that's going on here and you'll find out exactly why people are reacting the way they are. I, I work in customer service and I see white people flying off the handle. I see black people flying off the handle, put on, like composed on top of the fact that we're going through a pandemic right now everybody's on edge, everybody, like, you just say the littlest things to people, people ready to snap, people ready to fight. Yeah, like, yeah. People yeah. are on it everywhere. It don't yeah, matter. People if, got pandemic, they got the pandemic sickness in their brain. Yeah. Our whole, our whole way of life has changed. As soon as you walk out the door, you can see the change. You can yeah. see you can see the lack of people that are, are, that are out there that are functioning because a lot of people have died. Nobody's mentioning that. A lot of people have died. That, that, that they, the population has changed. Okay? Um, a lot of... Uh, everybody has been touched by the pandemic. Everybody has lost somebody. Okay? The pandemic has cut the population. If this is what they intended to do, they fucking did it. Mm -hmm. okay? All the fucking uh, elderly homes are empty. Mm -hmm. Empty. All old people have passed on due to this pandemic. Everything is changed. Our way of living has changed. Okay, I was, I was, I was out in Park. Well, I was, a, I was in Madison and Park United yesterday. Okay, I seen, I seen a bit of life in Manhattan coming back. I seen some tourists coming back. I was in Forty Second Street. I seen, just, I seen the naked cowboy come out there. All right, I seen, I seen the. People are starting to go back to their way of life. Okay, but we all lost some of the, our, 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 our elderly. We lost a whole lot of our elderly people. Mm -hmm. Okay, so whatever chemicals they put out there, it, it, it worked. It eliminated a lot of people. Okay, and, and then they, they, they fled the market. They fled the money of all this pandemic money. Okay, because they come up with these Robin Hood abs, and, and people want to be fucking stockbrokers. So they take the money back. So um, our whole world way of being has changed. It will be that way. You know, now they're trying to send spaceships to Mars. Okay, there's a lot of shit that's going on that we just don't know about. Yo, shout out to Nate and the Carolines on Broadway. Okay, that's where I knew I knew him from. I know I went. I went to Carolines one day, and I that's when I see. I think I seen Nate there. Okay, he was talking about, about something the other night. So, uh, yeah, our whole way of 
and, and I'm 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 out there still, and I see I I, I see people reacting. I see how people got thrown in the brain, and people want to fight, and they want to talk, and you know, I was in when when, when the, the pandemic went out, and, and nobody was in the street. I drove down to the streets of Manhattan, and I see more homeless people than anything just walking around with a mask on. Yeah. It looked like out of the Twilight Zone. The streets were empty. 34th Street, 34th yeah. Street, Penn Station, man. I know. Yeah, they were out there. The homeless was out there and, and strong, strong shit. They, they were just walking around like, yo, Pam, they ain't fucking with us. So, uh, but now they're cleaning them up. I mean, shit is crazy, man. I, I, I just feel like if every aspect when you talk about foundational black people here, I feel like if every aspect was controlled um, in our community by black men from, from the damn corporate offices all the way down to the public transportation, black women wouldn't be acting like that because black women would be more dependent on a lifestyle in their well-being from black men. They would, they would openly have to attribute their lifestyle to what black men have built for them and preserved for them. Now, I understand that there were other things put there that stifled that economic growth. I'm not going to sit here and pretend like we didn't go through nothing or whatever in here, and that's why a lot of it is the way it is, but I feel like we got to if you're really trying to understand or, or with, with people that try to talk about the way black women act or the way, I'm like, if you really trying to do something about that, we gotta have more than just some Kevin Samuel shows. I mean, you gotta get out there and hit the economic pavement. I'm talking about the people that's really trying to do something about it or wants answers or whatever. The answers is not just on a dog on platform and take shots at black women all day and tell them how fucked up they are, how or, or this one call is fucked up. Yeah, everybody, everybody can see that this one caller that called your show or how many callers called your show is fucked up. We we can hear what she's saying on the phone call clearly. The problem is what is behind a lot of the decisions that people make or the circumstances that are out there. And I I, I personally from studying the the just the landscape of America as far as foundational black Americans is always going to lead back to some sort of economic stifling that we have to correct ourselves. And you know what I'm saying? We don't have to correct it collectively. We can't correct it with just a token Negro gets a position of power here, and you know he's great. But the rest of you niggas is fucked up. That's not gonna work. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? A lot of the, a lot of the high-ranking, uh, quote-unquote, high-value brothers that are making a lot of money. I said this on their show before. Unfortunately, a lot of them are compromised. A lot of them are, are anti-black. Yo, they do not fuck with their people at all. So there's no real. There's no real snowball effect. There's just one pinch of snow over here, one pinch of snow over here. It's not a snowball effect where your collective 
basically bring up the amount of money and the amount of property that's being built up by black people because everybody's kind of working in unison with each other and, and, and buying from each other and investing in each other's companies and working for each other's companies. That's how you keep your dollar in circulation in your community and you ultimately build an economy. You can't build an economy with just one nigga working for one company or one position, he's making six figures, but this dude down here is not. And then when he tries to get to that level, you kicking him down the dog on stairs. Or right, right, right. Deal with him from that neighborhood. There, 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 there are levels in, in, in behavior on how you are. Sometimes you can move up in life, but you can't always take the little man with you, because sometimes that little man will try to hold you down, his position. I understand, I understand that not everybody can be saved. I'm, I'm not saying... Right. I, I said it all the time on the show. I was like, if you present it, if you present it to where it's there, those who want it will fucking come and get it. You don't, you won't have to ask anybody. You won't have to force anybody. You won't have to tr feel like you're trying to save people that don't want to be saved. I'm merely talking to the people who want something done about it or who want to check or who want to do something, right? Taylor, Taylor didn't have to get with me. She could have got with any dude, any person, anywhere, any other black man, any any white man. But, you, and you know what? She's sitting by your side because she's supportive of you. Okay? And you have a, a very beautiful uh, uh, person, a beautiful woman with you, and she's sitting right by your side because she supports you and she respects you. She's not in the kitchen. She's in the bathroom. She's standing right beside her man. Okay? That's what it's about. What I'm seeing right now... But wait. I got I to gotta interject this, though. This is very important. All of that that you, that you mentioned about her, that's the that's the un that's the non-tangibles and that's true but the tangible part the the, the flesh and bone the the wood part is that i have something to offer her that she can aspire to and be a part of she has a home she's taken care of she has all of that, all the needs, the basic needs, she can cook in here. This yeah, food is refrigerated. At the end of the day, she, she, right? But at the end of the day, she cares nothing about that. She cares about you. Well, she wouldn't listen. I could be the nicest dude on the planet, but it it is there is no getting around the tangibles, the part, the flesh part, the flesh and bone part of life. Everybody wants to talk about the spirit. A person's spirit. The spirit is combined with the flesh. It's all a part of the reality of the world. That's why I hate people that they they you know they see a homeless person on the train and they're asking for a sandwich or something to eat, and they'll say, Well, I'll pray for you. Why don't you give them that dollar and you can pray for them? You can give them that you can give them that dollar, but you can't you can you you can't feed the world either. You know. Uh, I'm not saying save the world. I'm just saying in that particular moment, right? Let's say that that particular homeless person just wanted an extra dollar to get a sandwich, or just a, a sandwich. Unhappy. Some some of these homeless people they just ask for any food that's not weak because they really want something to eat. There'll be people 
They have it. It's right there, but they'll say, well, I'm going to pray for you. And you think that that's going to help them. I'm like, you're better off just saying, I don't have it right now. Don't give a a prayer. I said, if I see a perfectly good help, I want to address this comment. I'm sorry. Let me address this. Caveman 30. Five uh, seven Taylor's in it for the money. LOL. No, I was about to block. I was about to time this person out, but they're a, a moderator. That's some dangerous thinking right there. You know, I'm a fellow mod too, right, caveman? And and I've and as many times as I've spoken on on Nate's uh, live streams uh, about love and and what things are about, we we already know it doesn't pay the bills, right? But you talk about I'm ever for the money. What the heck are you talking about? I was actually. I was actually ready to stay put and make a way for myself in, in Texas. Um, Mike, um, he, he extended, you know, his arm out to me to come here. We were already talking for a couple what months. Mo- what woman wants to be with anybody that doesn't have anything going for them? I don't, I don't understand what these things are talking about. What, what woman would want to be with anybody that doesn't have their ducks in a row? That's true. Like, I Absolutely. Mean, you know, Absolutely. I mean, she, the Taylor, Taylor is there because she, she's there for you, and, and obviously you provided for her. But I don't think that's the case. I think she's there for you. You guys clicked on 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 a, on a, a spiritual level, and you guys are together. So uh, Taylor is a very strong woman. She's very uh, outspoken, and she, she 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 like she said she she left her grounding to to be there with you, and she didn't have to do that. But you guys, you guys clicked, and you guys got something positive, and you got a respectful relationship. I don't know what happened behind closed doors, but I can see what's in front of my eyes. You know what I'm saying? A person doesn't need to be where they don't want to be if they don't want to be there. Right. And that's the thing. Like, um, People need to realize in every relationship, there are a lot of elements in, in, in any given relationship that make things work. There are, there, are, there are tangibles, there are intangibles. There are things that are solid that, that you, you actually touch. And then there are things between the people that's just the straight up chemistry. And that looks different for uh, other people. I, I feel like there shouldn't be a across the board. Some people do have a weird dynamic. Some people actually can function off of love-hate relationships. I'm not saying that's us, no. But I'm saying some people can actually function off of being catty, like almost like a Tony Denozo and Ziva type of situation. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, like like I've seen. I saw. I was looking at them, and I was I was laughing because they are just they were just at each other. That, that was you know um, Ziva and, and Tony from um NCL. Shout out to that that dynamic. They mm-hmm. come to find out later they had a kid. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah they, they, that's how their relationship was. If it operates off of being toxic. You know that, that love and hate and, 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 right. and making love, making love after fighting. Yeah. You know, it's, it's a different. Yeah, and there's some people just would rather. Some people are. Uh, I, I I think um um some of the dynamics of um, of Mike and I we we're both uh, we're both really giving people. We're both very caring people. We uh we we always like compliment each other and like and say oh well, you did this thanks and all this stuff right. We're just really good people. Honestly, I, I knew that. I was uh, there were conversations I had with Mike in the kitchen um, at, in my old at my old home college right, where I I was really reviving and I'm like this chemistry is amazing I wouldn't want this to go anywhere I wouldn't want to change um, how I feel right now for the world you know and 
and here I am. <laughs> and, and, it, and, and I'm happy for the both of you too, and I'm gonna pray for you guys. And I think that you guys are, are, are a super couple. And and I and I and I want the best for you guys. I really do. I think that the both of you guys are, are amazing, and I think you guys both have strong minds and that can go on and do strong things together. And uh, and I know how relationships are, are trying sometimes, but you, you two hang in in there because you guys are, are some people are just meant for each other. You know, uh, sometimes you got relationships where you guys wear the same clothes. You, she, she may say a word that you think of before she's out your mouth, and, and you guys start thinking on the same plane. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I just want to salute you guys for being together and and and. and and being too strong, positive people, because you guys never say nothing negative or, 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 or out of pocket. You guys always say things relevant, and I and I, I always listen. And, and, and even if I'm not in the chat or, or you guys don't see me in the room, I'm I'm listening. And uh, and I, I appreciate you guys too. I really do. I just I I, I appreciate that too as well because I you know I hear I hear both sides of the story and I don't want to I don't want it to look like I don't understand some of the plights that some of, or some of the complaints that a lot of the brothers come on and say because I understand it uh, I would never excuse I mean you could see from her demeanor what kind of black women I date or, or would even be around there's just certain behaviors that she don't display as a black woman that other ones will so you kind of get a sense of what type of black woman I would deal with being with her. But I, I, I also look at the situation of I understand where that behavior is coming from because I used to live in the hood. I used to live in the projects. I lived in the I lived in good places. I've lived in bad places, but I've noticed in my own behavior, in my own standpoint, when I was living in the places that weren't so good, I had an attitude. I had I had certain hangups. I wasn't the most agreeable person. And I'm a dude. I'm not even a black woman. You know what I'm saying? I'm a black man. Right, right. So, I, I also lived that way too. You know, I I lived I lived in the hood. From New York, right? Yeah, I'm from I'm from Yonkers, New York. So, so when you was in New York, and, and you can you can attest to this, you kind of you kind of automatically built with that head on a swivel. Sometimes yeah. you got a mean mother motherfucker because they they trying to get tough with you. You already know the situation. You already know the atmosphere, or as you call it, the matrix of New York. Yeah, the matrix of New York is very aggressive, very very just. So if the men are aggressive, and you know how New York dudes are, you know them. A real New York dude carries carries a, a, a aggression. That's how we we survived. We we survived back in the day. Up in your face. It's very close quarters. Very intense. Yeah. So the women are gonna be just like that, or worse. Yeah. They're going to be just like that or worse because of the atmosphere is going to be even more, man. Yo, a real, a real New York City city dude carries, carries, carries that, that, that knot on his shoulder. You know, I grew up 
you know, my family tried to make me grow up the white way. Sent me to Catholic school. I was an altar boy. And all of us to that stuff. The, the project grew up around me. It kind of, the project was built around this beautiful life that my, my family created for me. And I had to adapt. Okay? I had to adapt. When the project was built in, in Yonkers and Bronx and Queens and moving down in Yonkers into projects, I had to adapt to their way of living. And that's when the savage came in. That's when the, the, the loose joints and the drug dealing and all the stuff, the robberies and stuff would happen. And I was a little altar boy. I didn't know all this shit. I was I was going to pool parties and all this other good shit. I started being a product of my environment for fucking survival. Yeah. I had to I had to learn the culture quick because it changed around me like with, with the whiff in the eye. I had to go from the innocent ass kid to a, a kid that had to survive around kids that was three smart. That's how it was with me when I worked. When I moved to, to Hercules, California, in the Bay Area, Hercules, California, totally different neighborhood. And I'm, I'm coming straight from New York, where you got sky, skyscrapers and concrete. You now, now, now your worst threat is hitting a deer. <laughs> well, yeah, I got that problem. Right now. I, got that, I got that problem right now because I'm, I'm in a, I'm in an undisclosed location, so I got deer problems too. But um, you're, you're a product of your environment when your environment changes around you, and you have to learn the fact of survival. Now, I've 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 been homeless. I've I've ate I've ate with the rich and I've ate with the poor. I've 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 slept in the Waldorf Astorian and I've slept in shelters. Okay, that's part of experiencing life. God is only going to give you what you can deal with in life. And I'm no better than any man. Now, I'm no better than the poorest man on the street or or the richest man. But I'm not beneath either of them. Because I've been there. And that's my whole perspective is that since I lived and I've been homeless too. I used to I used to stay in that shelter right, you know where that bridge is right by the Grand Concourse? Over there. Yeah. There's that, yeah. that me and my moms, we used to be in that shelter too. That shelter was bad news. No, I'm. A, I was a single. I'm a. I'm a. I, you know, I'm a poor little bit out again. I was a single father with three kids in a shelter. Because I left my baby's mother. Man, man. Now imagine, so, imagine that. Yeah. So you already know. I had to braid my daughter's hair every morning to take her to school. See. All right, so, because I didn't want to be. I didn't want to be one of the black men who just said, "I'm leaving the kids." You know, I got, I got 27 kids. He's trying to do the right thing. Yeah, and that's I, I, and that's I didn't want to be that statistic. I. I it, Usually, usually the woman takes the kids. No, I took my kids. Right, and that's commendable. And I work, I worked myself out of that goddamn show. Right, right, and that's commendable. And that's something that a lot, a lot of people don't talk about. They don't talk about single fathers. They don't talk about men. Who you know what the baby's mother? You know what the baby's mother was doing? She's laughing. Oh, you in the shelter with them kids. Yeah, those kids don't respect it to this day now. Even though they they they, they they progressed in life and they've grown up, her daughter don't respect her. Her sons don't respect her. They're bad they Kids are smart. They gonna figure out these kids today. They 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 smarter. Mm -hmm. They smarter and they gonna figure it out. So all of that trying to let's hate daddy stuff. It don't work. It's not no. gonna work. If if a brother is on his square. 
and he's taking care of business, it's going to show. It's going I to show. My daughter, my only daughter, is raised amongst men. Okay, she thinks that way. I talk to my. I don't talk to my daughter like I. Oh, this metal. I talk to my daughter like she's a, she's 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 equal to me now. As a woman, I talk to her. We curse. We talk about sex and 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 and, and what her her life is. And I I pull no punches with her. I talk to her like like a woman and a, and a man because I raised her to to live in a man's world. Okay, I raised her to, to to make sure that there's nothing you can't do for yourself that a man can do for you. Okay, I raised her, even though she was always daddy's little girl. I raised her to to survive, to to, to have survival tactics. I raised her on how to use the system. I raised her on how to manipulate men. Okay, I raised her not to use your body as a fucking tool. Okay, I sat, when I was in the shelter, I sat my three children down. I said, listen, you got opportunities in life. You could be lawyers, doctors, or whatever you want to be, or you could be crack addicts and prostitutes. But whatever you do, do the best at what you're going to do. Because there's only so far, there's only so far that can hold your hand. So whatever career you want to do, best at it. If you're going to be a crackhead, be, make sure you get the best crack. Yeah, my grandfather said the same thing. Whatever you're going to be, be the best at it. Be Tyrone uh, Magnus or whatever. You don't worry from that. Be the best at it. Be the best My firstborn son, he's now serving Japan right now as a, a, a U.S. Navy SEAL. That's what's up. That's okay. So that's the power of 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 a man sticking in and grinding himself and, and, and planting a fucking nail on the ground and said, "I'm not going to leave these kids." A man's influence, really, in in, child, in his children's life, like you know. And, and I, I I didn't pat myself on the back for doing anything because it was a struggle. Mm. It was a struggle, and, and and my kids see their father cry. There's nothing wrong with that. They see me cry because yo. It wasn't cry because of, of a disappointment. It's cry of of anger on what I need to do to dust off my fucking shoulders and get my fucking ass off and do what I need to do for these kids. Yeah. Fuck the mother. Fuck the mother. She, she's not in the equation anymore. They don't want her. And once the kids reject the mother, I have to deal with what these kids want. Once they reject it, I can't say we need to go through this. It's, it's, it's a whole change situation. We're on survival mode. And me as a single father had to continue on and, and let them. Sh I took my daughter with me one day where I had to take a fucking, I had to walk to the fucking two strings from Mount Vernon. I had to take the fucking two trains, to, to take the fucking four or five trains, to take the fucking seven trains, to get the fucking uh, uh, mass back queens, to get to work. I took it just to show it the fucking the, the episode I needed just to do to get to work. For That's her to fucking, to spend the whole fucking day with me and then to do the same whole process again to get home. When I did go food shopping, I said, get whatever you guys want. We walk out to the supermarket with two fucking shopping carts full of food. Whatever you want. Because I know what they've been through. Mm -hmm. I know what they've been through. They lost their mother. 
whatever you want. Yeah. But I needed to show them what it takes to survive and what I have to go through every day. They think, oh, well, daddy's just going out and coming back. He'll be back. No, I'm going to have to show you guys what, it, what I go through in a day so that you could see what you need to go through if you have to do it. Don't depend on nobody. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta love yourself before you can love anybody. Then you spread that love that you have. That's true. I think some of the people who uh, I'm gonna say this. I think some of the people who love the hardest um, relationships and like any type of relationship, your your um, your child or your husband, wife, whatever. The, those are the people who have literally been the underdog or had to like muster up enough self-esteem, enough self-worth, intestinal fortitude, do things on their own. And, and believe in themselves. I think those are the people who love the hardest. People who have never, um, who are rarely been in a position to where they have been like spoiled, quote unquote, or just, um, how should I say? You know, like everybody, like some people have that underdog story. I feel like some, a lot of people come out of that and they want to, how should I say, they want whoever they're rocking with to never have to endure something like that. You know what I mean? I've seen that. Across the board, um, my dad's talked about like how how he 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 shouldn't want he did, like each generation should be better than the last. He doesn't want his kids or whoever he's raising to uh, to have to go what he has went through and by and by golly whatever we have to go through in our lives, we shouldn't want our offspring to go through that. It should be it should get better over time, you know. Um, <laughs> And, and it should, because it's not, it's not the child's fault that the child was born. Mm -hmm. Okay? It's not the child's fault. So somebody in that relationship has got to be able to take responsibility for what they've created. And, uh, you know, I, I believe God is great. I believe God has, has, has guided us on this platform so that we could talk and ex ex explain our experiences and, and our situations in life. And um, you're going to have your ups and downs in life. You're going to have your, your rich moments and your poor moments. But it's, it's all on how you persevere in your situations that keep you going on and keep you stronger. Because whatever whatever keeps you down is always going to make you a stronger person. And you got to cherish those moments when you're down so that you can be stronger on your way up. And NYC, like I, um, I, I appreciate you and and, and everything that you uh, bring to the channel, um, because and when I saw you were trying to get in, that's why I monitored the the chat while when I was talking still, because um, I, I see a few people like just like you yourself that want to get in, and I'm like, I gotta contact Nate as soon as possible, because um, it, it adds a level of like clarity. There's uh, somebody like you and NYC is always dropping gems and and. Um, in the you know live stream, and, and we need more of that. Well, not, no disrespect to anybody else who who has you know like very like into the spectrum kind of opinions, but um, it's um, it, it it does it's really refreshing to see the, you and a few other people I know come in and y'all and you just speak facts, you know. So I appreciate. You know, you only can speak something that you lived on. You know, I just don't talk to talk. I, I got life experiences that I would that I could share, and I, I could be, I could be. Uh, I, I, I lived these things. I, who, who tell you that they lived in the shelter with their children? 
Okay, who who would tell you that they, 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 the true meaning of what the Matrix is about? Who would tell you about relationships that fail? Who would tell you about uh, 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 mothers leaving their children? Okay, I live these experiences, and, and I can speak upon them. It's not like I'm speaking about bullshit, but I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, I speak on what I can speak on because they're, they're 100% facts. They're not created to entertain a chat room. Right. And I, I can care what, what, what anybody else let's think. If somebody takes one fucking good thing out, whatever I say, you know, whatever I say, it, it's an accomplishment for me. It's an accomplishment for me. Because I know there are a lot of people out there struggling and they don't know how to get by. And the first way to get by is using the power of God and thinking that I, there's always going to be a better day because it may be raining today, but it may be it may be sunshine tomorrow. So you can't ever you can't ever count yourself out of anything in life. Uh, one fucking thing, because if, even if your relationship is going bad and taking a, a, a wrong turn, tomorrow's a better day. Tomorrow can be a better day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So don't don't ever give up on something. You know, I, I was I was brought up around fighters and boxers, and I was learning to never quit, never quit. Because yo, just when you decide you want to quit, you may start winning that fight back. So you gotta learn it to to to, to get up, dust your shoulders off, and continue to go on. And somebody. Brother said, my, my my older brother that uh, that died from cancer. He was in the military. He's a military dude. And he used to always say that the mission isn't over till you're dead. It's never over. It's never over. It's until never you're over. Literally dead until you literally drop dead and you cannot physically do it anymore. The mission's not over. Life is still on. Once you got that fire in in your system, the mission is never over. Yeah, it's never over. And uh, hold on, can I, can I do that? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to. Oh, that's not working. Yeah, it's it's never over. And I I never see it over. It, like I said, if 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 you get into a fight with me, whether it's in the business world or physical, you're not gonna face a quitter. We're gonna fight to the death. <clears throat> We're gonna fight to the end. It ain't that, yo, I'm walking away and uh, I just beat this man. You're gonna look like you've been in. You're gonna look like you've been into a fight with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, I don't know if that came. All right, that's my son right there. He's on a he's on a uh, a destroyer right now. He's got 50 caliber guns in his hand. Oh, wow. And that's a picture of my son on a naval destroyer right now in Japan. That's that's my firstborn. You know, speaking of like um, foreign countries, um, I think it's in, in, um, I think black people uh, get the most, uh, I think we we get scared the most in America into not traveling. We should take advantage of of going abroad. Um, a lot of us do, especially in the South from where I hear, oh, I don't want to go to Asia. They 
eat cats or some crazy stuff like that, right? We 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 do um, adhere to a lot of those scare tactics or whatever, or, or you're chopping people's heads off in Africa or whatever, some crazy stuff like that, right? And we're listening to this stuff about our own um, people or just like just all the scare tactics that America uses, right? Um, but um, we black people, we should we should like because they get it for anybody, it gives people a different perspective to travel. Um, you know, it gives people a, a chance to experience different cultures, different ways of life. And you might find that you want to settle down maybe in a different country, or you might want to like visit that place every summer or winter or something like that, just because it, you like that vibe and it's a change of scenery, you know? You could get that's why, that's why I never I never buy property in America because I don't know where where, where God may may make, make me travel to or may, or I may want to live to. But if you're going to travel and have that experience, that Indiana Jones experience, it's that's healthy. That's healthy to do. It's healthy if you want to go to Africa and, and you want to do. It's healthy. It's healthy for your mental and your thoughts to see how other uh, cultures operate and they work. Uh, and, and respect the culture when you go there, and, and go there as as a tourist, or, or or just to understand how people live in life. And that's part of taking yourself out the matrix. It's got nothing to do with going to a foreign country and meeting. Them. Traveling, traveling is taking yourself, your your mind, your body, and soul out of the matrix. Okay. I oh, and, and thank you so much um, for um, for bringing this whole thing to like a, you know, a, a more peaceful, like, um, cohesive um, conversation. But like, Mike and I have to go to bed. Um, but thank you, NYC King, everybody who showed up on the chat and and, um, and, and on the panel. Um, have a good night and bless you and your family. God bless you and your family. You too. Good night, everybody. Good night. Going back to sleep.